Hello, I'm the DM, creator and host of the Fools and Flagons D&D campaign. So grab your drinks and raise your glasses. You're listening to the Fools and Flagons podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome. Uh, hamburger says hi, too. Uh, we are currently in the past. We are pre-recording this session because of conflicting schedules. Uh, as you can, well, for the audio listeners, uh, Venera is not going to be with us tonight. She had a bit of a family emergency. There was a death in the family. She is uh, at home taking care of that. So uh, I will be playing the lovely, talented um, cleric tonight. So uh, we do still have metal as back. <laughs> Uh, joining us tonight. So it's still going to be quite a fun, interesting episode. Um, so, yeah, anybody yeah. got anything that they want to say off the get go? You sound a little quieter than normal. I am quieter than normal? Yes. I've literally not changed anything. Make sure you didn't tweak the volume on your headset because I do that a lot when I'm. I, I, my this is literally what I was checking while you were talking. Me. Uh, I mean, I've got bit. I've got levels here. Cool. I'm hitting. I just turned you up like in I Discord. Should. No, you're fine. I just turned you up in Discord. I'm I'm glad that I now have your blessing. Listen, <laughs> potion bottle. Gotta make sure people can potion hear you. I do need to turn off my crisper though, so that you guys can hear all my lovely sound effects. I got boy. I got boy. All right. Uh, so, anybody got anything they want to share? Snacks. Someone share snacks. Snack. Drink your water. Fuck. Drink your water. <laughs> I don't have water. <laughs> oh yeah, well, uh, Kasumi is celebrating tonight with her uh, new job finally, so mm-hmm. that'll be fun and good and dandy. Home now. I get to work from home and make more money and have more time for D&D, so it's cool. Woo! Kind of quasi waiting for Hipak to get back. And I'm sorry, I feel like I caused this. Caused what? I I was as a joke. I said drink your water, and he just ran off to get water. Apparently. <laughs> well, I mean, while he's gone, I can go ahead and get this out of the way. Uh, donations are never required, but always appreciated. If you would like to support us, please consider becoming a patron. All proceeds from subscriptions go straight back into making Fools and Flagons an even better experience. Give us and it money. Helps keep the podcast alive and well special thank you to martyr and arshern who are our two current patron supporters we love you if so you much. would like to see our past adventures as we have uh now officially caught up to the amount of sessions that we've had on our first campaign uh you can catch our old uh sessions either in uh vod form on our youtube channel or if you would rather listen to us and not look at us uh, we do have pod our podcast on most major platforms, such as iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, and Podcast Addict. Essentially, anywhere you want to listen, we're probably going to be there. Unless you got some podunk dude like playing it on a record player, then I can't fucking help you. <laughs> I do have a face for radio. <laughs> Rank harder, Jim Bob! <laughs> I do have a face for radio. Uh, so, also, if you have not already... Uh, if you would like to, you can join the Discord. Links down below, down in the doobly-doo. 
Uh, that's where we post all of our updates for when we're going live, when situations like this um, arise in the future. We've also here very recently quasi-ported over my own personal uh, Discord from my old YouTube channel and brought most of that over to the Fools and Flagons. So we're going to be spending a lot more time in there. So you're more than welcome to pop in and chat. Uh, we've got a section specifically for D&D and another section that's just whatever the hell you guys want to play. Enjoy Literally us. everything else. Literally everything else. Uh, so Not everything. that's the only other real big kind of announcement that I've got there. So <clears throat> nobody's got anything else. Uh, we can get started. Yeah, boy. Sure. Okay. Go. Why not? Grab your drinks and raise your glasses. It's time for Fools and Flagons. Roll mm -hmm. Oh, God. I just saw Zeke, and I think that's going to be the thumbnail. So, <laughs> on to the recap. The Tempest unearthed an unusual ally at the bottom of the Dry Bell Mine cave in. That's an me. Ilithid <laughs> <Ilifid> named. <laughs> had been calling out for help beneath the rubble. The Tempests were wary at first, but the Illithid seemed... friendly-ish. After a bit of conversation with the creature, they found the Kiphack had been responsible for containing the mushrooms and their supposed leader. For how long, it was hard to tell, for the Illithid seemed to be a bit scatterbrained. Kiphacks then led the Tempest into the buried city and took them to his home, where they could rest and gather their strength after slogging through the mines above. Brick, however, decided to go exploring and made a bit of a racket. Hearing some noise across the street, Zahn investigated and was uh, thereby ripped through a door and got mobbed by a group of Mulder spawn. Mm. Brick was subsequently put into timeout for the night, and the party bedded down for the evening. We now rejoin the Tempests, as they begin venturing out into the mushroom-ridden city to find this supposed boss leader of the fungal creatures. So, we shall swap over to the tabletop side, get some <gasps> ambiance going. Um, quick question. No, no questions! Can you guys see the stream live on Twitch? No, it is, we're pre-recording. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, Kirsten, say a full sentence. See, listen. <laughs> Leave me alone. This this is okay. a pre-recording, so, so Twitch. Yeah. It, How it much is alcohol little... have you had? Why are you drunk? But listen. That glass. I see the rim on that glass. It used to be full. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm not tipsy at all. I just had a moment because we've been playing so much that I forgot which was our normal week. Yeah. Are you, are yeah. So, so for us, we are playing a week early. This is supposed to be our off week. Uh, I will be playing this recording live on Friday and gonna do like we did the last time, where I've got uh, I'll, I'll be in in the chat for comments and all, and uh, I may even record the audio to do upload another commentary version, depending on which one of you guys wants to pop in and keep me company while that happens. So I will. <laughs> so I redact my statement. Let's play D and D. Okay. So, uh, you all last we left off, we're beginning to. You hear a cry in the distance of the city as you all gather <laughs> at the front door. <laughs> Kit Pack, you look around boy. and your stuffed animal is nowhere to be found. 
Uh, Wait, fuck. Oh no, the... my boy. Yeah. Okay, Father so help. you were all gathered at the front of Kith Pack's home, the tavern that you bedded down in. The door was slightly pushed ajar. Zahn, ears out, bricks scanning the streets. Everything so far seems quiet. What are you all doing? Oops, sorry. I'm going over to the bank that I was before, cautiously, and uh, peeking my head in. I will follow. Okay. And also, and as, as six, we're walking six, over... Excuse me, young man. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me, young man. Six feet. As, well, I was going to say, as we're walking over, I'm just going to, like, not, not looking at him, just kind of bashfully... I'm sorry. Temptation to be a dick. Just look back. Uh, and also, uh, a little point of order. If memory serves, Zahn, you do have your hand alight. Yes, that okay. would be true. So, uh, you peek inside the bank for... What are you, are you, are you looking for something? What are you doing? Well, we heard noises outside. I'm trying to make sure that nothing made us home in there again. Okay. Uh, so you stick your hand in. You stick your head in. Roll a perception check. Kip follows because he has nothing better to do. <laughs> Are you sure the ceiling isn't going to cave in? <laughs> uh, plus eight. It's going to be a 23. A 23. You look inside... And oddly enough, there seems to be no remnants of the molder that you had killed the night before. It seems Zons. pretty deserted. The door is still on the floor with the hole in the center of it. But otherwise, nothing else seems to have been disturbed. So, light in the room, do I see any other doors, windows, anything? Uh, you don't see any windows. In fact, you're noticing at this point that there doesn't seem to be any windows on any of these structures. But you do see a door behind the counter. I'm guessing it's this this right here. Uh, it's one or other of those. It's been a minute since I made this map. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> the door's there somewhere. We'll figure it out when we get to it. I want to try to open the door. Carefully and quietly. I said sorry. As you put your hand to the door, you turn the handle. It opens. No problem. Okay. You look inside. There's a table and a chair. Otherwise, it seems fairly empty. Um, are there any other doors? There is another door to your left. Oh, shit. Sorry. I need to pull up my uh, my map with all my notes. Oh, Excuse shit. me, where's big my map? map with all the notes? Oh fuck, where's my map with all the notes? I forgot to open a thing. Ah! Oh, me too. I have that. I love this big D twenty. It entertains me. I'm using I, it too. I roll it and then liquid rolls around inside. Oh oh, it's magic. You know. Oh, well, there's that. Maybe in your skull. <laughs> I, I am not my toe. Oh, oh well. <laughs> well, that took a really weird turn. Um, 
Okay, so you open up the other door in the room. Quietly, carefully. Quietly. And you see that there seems to be a pair of shelves that go from floor to ceiling, all of them with drawers that appear to have locks on them. Also, uh, Kipak, this while this is a bank, this is not the bank that has your friend in it. There are multiple oh. banks, and that is my mistake for not clarifying that to you further. Yes. There's a competitive banks down here in this little village. Interesting. Yeah. It could be an so, off branch. Oh. You don't know. So I'll just start I see. On I see that bank. Uh, so you start pulling on the the drawers. And see if any of them are unlocked. You take a minute. None of them seem to budge. While Zahn oh. is trying to loot the bank, what are the rest of you doing? Kazumi is standing by the door and just kind of keeping an eye on the entrance to the bank, but still staying somewhat inside the tavern. Uh, Venera will have moved outside and will be keeping an eye up and down the street. So, Zahn is trying a couple of the drawers. Sort of safety deposit box kind of deal. Uh, mm -hmm. None of them seem to be Kip budging. Kip will go back to play cards. Ow. So, Kip will get bored, shuffle past Kasumi and Venera, who both probably look very confused as he shuffles back and plops inside and picks up his hand. Is the quality of the wood this is made out of? It's not wood. How's the metal that these are made out of? Uh, it seems old, but when you wrap your knuckle on it, there's not a lot of reverberation. Seems like it's pretty thick. Or I'm going to walk back to the doorway and just look at Kasumi. <clears throat> Father's trying to rob a bank. He's trying to rob a bank? Uh, right now, Venera says. Dun, 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 so me, I need you. Five minutes. For what? She's gonna walk away now. He just walks away. What the fuck? Uh, hit DM. I need. Oh, F. Okay, I need an adult. I'll just look at Kasumi. If I had to guess, there are still locks. Yes, I'll take a look. I'm not really sure. There's a lot of people down here, so I guess it wouldn't be too terrible. We'll see. So she makes her way in there. Um... Sorry. All right. As you make your What's way behind on? the counter and open and go into the door that Zahn opened, you see that there are two walls of shelves that go from floor to ceiling, and there's iron boxes with little little tiny knobs and what appears to be a lock on each and every one of them. I'm explaining a, a fucking P.O. box to the banker. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything, but you know, it's not for me. It's for everyone else. That's fine. <laughs> Kasumi, could you try your hand at opening just one of the random boxes in here? Is there a specific reason you want to get into these boxes? Let's see her. Nobody lives here. There's a bank here, and there are a bunch of locked boxes that might have valuables in them. Why the fuck do you think I want to get into the boxes? She Sorry. just, like, crosses her arms and just, like, shakes her head at you. 
I will help you open them, but I'm not taking anything from them. Oh, you don't have to take anything from them. That's what I'm here for. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I don't think I'm super familiar with these, so we'll give it a shot. So she comes up and she just finds a box and starts evaluating and attempting to open it. Okay, are you you're using your thieves tools? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, roll a d20, add your dex and proficiency. Okay. While she's doing that DM, Brick is actually going to do go over here to the building he was in last night and kind of peek open the door to make sure, similar to Zon, that nothing reoccupied or occupied the building. Uh, well, you left in such a rush that the door remained open. Um, okay. But you peek inside, it's really fucking dark. Now, is this... Let's see. This isn't sleight of hand, correct? Correct. This would be okay. uh, your dexterity plus proficiency. Okay. Unless you have expertise in it, in which case you would... Uh, I think... I think I might. I forget where to check for that. Uh, your proficiencies will be in your bo the bottom left of your character sheet on D&D Beyond. It'll be there with like your, your languages. It's under tools. And if you have a thieves kit in that list. Uh, you know what? I can check. Okay. Because I was looking. Uh, thieves tools. I remember it's a little bit tricky to do it on your phone. Uh, you yeah. Do have, yeah, you do have thieves tools in your in your proficiencies. So uh, you would roll a d20, add four, and then add... So you're going to add seven to your d20 roll. Okay. All right. So that is 25. 25. Um... You're very well practiced, and you've kind of been around for a while. You've seen boxes like this before, and it, it, it takes you just a second because you've kind of moved on to the newer styles, and you go, oh, wait, right, it's here, and click, you pop the lock. She just opens the lock, and then she just takes a couple steps back, and then she just, like, gestures. There you go. Open that shit. <laughs> Thank you. So you go and you pull the drawer out. It is empty. Hey, sir. Well? Wait a minute. I can use my brain! You can certainly try. As he's using his, <laughs> as he's using his brain, I will uh, pop border into existence just to look around the room. Okay. Uh, you you look inside the room. You see the same counter that you had seen before. The chair off to your left, and the barrels behind it. And you do see the one barrel there that had the board pried up, that you had uh, wrenched loose and caused a commotion. Before. Never. I never got a chance to look inside. May I look inside? You certainly can. So uh, make an investigation check as you wander inside and. Take a look inside your pilfered barrel. Pilfered uh, 13. 13. It seems to be a very old, very shriveled up barrel of plant leaves. Yeah. But you dip your hand inside and 
It's like as soon as your fingers touch the leaves, it just crumbles. And your hand just kind of keeps going in as you break more and more and more and more. Can I bring the leaves up to Mortar and have uh, Mortar sniff them? Sure. Um, you hold it up to the owl and you smell... It's a bit pungent. Um, kind of stings his nostrils a bit. He's not very fond of the smell. Take a handful and walk back out. Okay. Kip walks in just as he's walking out. <laughs> what you got there? I don't know. Some sort of pungent leaf? Hmm. I assume it's used for something. Uh, do I know what this is, knowing what this building is? Yes, and you, you kind of stare at him for a second, and you look at his hand, and you look at him, and you remember him saying that he doesn't eat, he doesn't drink, you don't see any nostrils, and you go... I didn't know you smoked. Oh. Uh, I just like slowly let it fall to the ground and dust off my hands and walk out. <laughs> the Warforge clang, 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 clang. Bong, bong, No, I'm, I'm not going to let that. I'm not going to have that be yeah. a, uh, uh, an issue. Um, Zahn. As you are looking inside of this uh, P.O. box, a bit dejectedly, you hear Venera call your name from outside. Very quiet and whispered, but your ear immediately just kind of whips around behind you. You pick it up. Yes? Come here. Five seconds, I'll be right there. Really, I'm gonna start walking, but I'm gonna cast a spell while I'm walking. Okay. I'm gonna cast locate object. Okay. Wanna find expensive jewelry. I'm gonna need a better descriptor than that. Locate object is a specific object, not a blanket of objects. Actually, the spell says the spell can locate the nearest object of a particular kind, such as a certain kind of jewelry, furniture, tool, or weapon. A certain kind of jewelry. Just saying jewelry, are you looking for a ring, an amulet, a bracelet, a necklace? I need a type. Let's just just say a ring. Screw it. Okay. Uh, You cast a spell. Do any of you wear a ring? (laughs) Kip has one on each tentacle. No, I'm kidding. I had a feeling you were going to say that. (laughs) No, he doesn't. Um, Anyone? Let me check Venera real quick because I don't recall. Oh, wait, uh, I do. Uh, Venera as well. So you get two pings, one from Kasumi and one from Venera. Okay. I'm going to continue walking out of the room. <laughs> okay. Uh, as yeah. you step back outside of the bank, Venera is holding a piece of paper out towards you. In her other hand is the Journal of Sending. Ah, yes, I sent the letter. Well, um... Can I have? <laughs> She's holding it out to you. So I'm you... going to take it. <laughs> okay, you take the, the letter from her. Um, 
you flip it to the back side where there is the reply sent. Uh, the hand is very familiar to you. It's messy and yet neat. The kind of message that's written by a very, very large hand. And it goes uh, from Concaro. Son of mine, it is good to hear from you. I thought you lost Yuseto during your journey. Many casks were open in your honor, but more still now to know you still yet live. I am sure you have your reasons to take so long to contact home, and in such a curious manner as well. Valkyrie has been busy, but fell. I wish to say more, but there is only so much room to write, and you can see it's starting to reach the bottom of the paper with his large writing. Come home, my boy, as soon as you are able. I trust you will have stories to tell until the fires are but embers. Sorry, just making sure I'm writing this down. Mm -hmm. And I can always type it out to you uh, later on if you would like me to. Um, I'm not going to do exact just because Zahn's not going to remember exact, so it's going to be kind of cliff notes. You have I mean, unless you're going to throw the paper away, you would have it literally <laughs> oh, exact in your I'm purse. sorry, I completely... I'm literally just <laughs> is not reading this out to you in the middle of the street. It's not going to fizzle away. This is a physical object yeah. that you now have. She just stretched yeah, it in front it. of you. Yeah, definitely sent it to me. Sorry. It's one of yeah. those where I thought that like when it was done, you're it kind of just like goes away after a time. My nope, apologies. it is a physical piece of paper. Uh, r remind me after the session, I will be more than happy to type that up for you. Holding up a newspaper. God, I hope I remember this. <laughs> <laughs> There's gonna be a test later. I haven't studied. Okay, uh, so he has read that. Um, what are you guys doing? I'm walking this way. You're walking that way. I see. As I, I as I see Kip start to follow, I follow after uh, Kip. Do you yeah. know where the um, closet is? Have we are you, are you trying that? to come out of it? Hey, you was gonna say it's the same thing. I'm not in the closet. Then this is true. What, what, what are you trying to do? Sorry? Well, you said before the uh, monster was in the closet. Oh. Zan's just gonna look at Vanir and Kasumi just like the fuck? <laughs> the closet. Can't believe I forgot about the fucking closet. Should I roll a history check for this? Uh, sh yeah, yeah, roll a history check. Uh, nine. Nine. You see nine? the Illithid go slightly cross-eyed, and then he refocuses and he kind of looks to his left, and he looks I... to his right. And he kind of looks in the direction that Pez is heading, and he kind of... Meh? Kind of like, that way? Eh? Right. I just turned to look at everyone else. I guess we gotta search this city. <sighs> Seems so. But quietly. Right. Again. Sorry. <laughs> Actually, Zan has a fantastical idea. Rick, give me your hands. 
I'm going to regret this. He sticks out his hands. Lusan's going to tie them together in front of him. <laughs> oh, then he can't reach out and touch anything. <laughs> and what happens if we get in a fight? This isn't... It's rope. I'm not tying it tight. I'm just showing it so that when you try to go for something, you're like, oh, I'm not supposed to. <laughs> this is very demeaning. It's up to oh. you if you want to allow it. You can allow it. No, you don't have to allow it. You I'll, don't. I'll just, I'll just look at everyone else and remember what happened last <laughs> night and just and start to walk after Pez with my hands tied. It's super loose. Like if we get up Shit Creek without a paddle, there's something, something going. Ah! <laughs> Bless you. Bless you. Okay. Damn you! You beat me to it. <laughs> so. Uh, you all You're advance... supposed to get say Gazuntai, you fuck. Ah. You all advance forward. Um, Pez, you have dark vision. That's great. Uh, as you head further down the street, you see that there's a significant alleyway to your left, but it is blocked by rubble. Seems maybe another cave-in. By the wall, there is a uh, larger quantity of mushrooms and most larger in size than what you are currently trotting on. Mm. It seems that the street goes further ahead of you and that there may be a split off to your right. I'm going to try and see what, what Pez is thinking. Uh, okay. Um... Make a, I guess make an insight check. And Pez, if you want to try to block your thoughts, make a wisdom save. Wisdom save. <laughs> oh God, D&D &D Beyond's so glitchy. Oh, well, Kip Hack's dead. <laughs> no, the we're rock going into his mind. <laughs> Another pile of rocks oh, fell on him. It's a natural 20. <laughs> oh. Yeah, boy. Wow. Well, I rolled a 19 plus 2, so 21. But I'm pretty sure a nat 20 eats it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Your mind is just mine. Uh, so if you would like to either type out or reveal verbally to Kipak uh, what Pez may be thinking at this current point in time. It's like surface level right. thoughts. All right, hamburger. Uh, I'm surrounded by idiots. Oddly enough, you hear another voice that's like, "Yeah, I know." Break the fucking door. <laughs> Wonder if there's any good bugs down here. Oh, there's got to be good bugs down here. Just look at all the mushrooms. There's got to be hiding. Can I go? Mm. Right. See, don't you be see, dumb. You see hamburger kind of like... <laughs> I grab the dial on my head, the invisible dial on my head, and tune it out. <laughs> <laughs> so you see uh, hamburger hops off of Pez's shoulder and kind of goes down the side alley and starts to kind of root through some of the mushrooms against the side of the wall with Pez keeping a very close eye on his companion. Uh, let's see. The rest of you... Follow I'll follow suit. Through, like normal. 
Yeah. Um, kind of trailing behind. I will go ahead and reveal these two sections to you as you are getting a better look-see. Um, as you approach this intersection, uh, those of you with dark vision, uh, Brick, you're still using mortar, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Kipak, do you... Well, you, you know about it, so I'm not going to ask you. Um, Pez and Brick, since you're closest, both of you make a perception check for me. I don't know why D and D Beyond is going like two frames per second. Ten. So I'm just Ten. gonna roll this in real. Also, as I pass the door, I'll even now I Brick starts to reach for it, looks down, sees the rope, sighs, looks back at Zahn and just kinda motions toward the door like, may I? Zahn's gonna look at him like, can you? <laughs> Pez, what did you roll? Twenty-two. 22. Nice roll. As you move further into the intersection, the building adjacent, forward and to the right, uh, this one here, it's a little bit shorter, and you're able to see over it, and you see what what you weren't able to see before when you first entered the city because of the massive stone uh, pillar. Uh, There is a large wall of some kind. Uh, You're not able to see it super clearly, but it's odd that you're able to see something that big over these other structures. Hey, and it's in uh, it's in this uh, hidden area from you guys, because you're not close enough to fully reveal it yet. Hey, uh, uh, Squidbilly, what, what's that over there? Ah. Uh. <laughs> Do I recall what this is? You see him pointing up and over the buildings. Um, Make a wisdom check on the sense of either being an accidental smartass or actually giving him the answer. (laughs) I got a dirty 20. A dirty 20. Uh, You go, oh, that's the amphitheater. Hmm. Interesting. I'm not sure what we'd find there, if I'm quite honest. If anything, but maybe there'd be denizens. Like, of of the mushroom variety? Likely of the mushroom variety, knowing the city's history. Hmm. Rick's still just staring at the door. Rick, can I help you? Do you want me to open that door for you? Kip opens the door slowly while they have this intense stare off. Okay, uh, you open the door, and Brick, like a giddy little child, you see that there are two tables and two chairs, an otherwise very sparsely decorated room. What's is that a bookshelf in the corner? If you would let me fucking finish. <gasps> I thought you were, I'm sorry. <laughs> I am weaving a world for you, Zeke. Stop <laughs> interrupting me. <laughs> <laughs> uh there is a what looks to be a uh 
sort of like a wardrobe on the the wall on against the door and on the table seem to be implements for writing little glass jars some quills that have seen better days is anything up i'm gonna walk inside after a quick look around to make sure the coast is clear is anything actually written there doesn't seem to be any uh pieces of paper it just seems like everything is set up and ready to be written and who's messing with my tile colors pez and then uh this thing i'm sorry did you it seems to be a uh, just a wardrobe of sorts with the two handles that do open outward to you. All right, Brick is gonna walk over. Same thing, hands up, look down the rope, look to the wardrobe. Goes in. <laughs> no, 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 because Brick just looks at the rope, looks just and opens it. <laughs> He's already tired of it. <laughs> Man, if right. only the rope succeeded in teaching you to fucking think about it before you do it. Let me check something. You thought about quick. it. Okay. As Brick snaps the rope around his wrist... And he grabs the handles and opens. You all hear. Come on. As the long unused hinges scrape away centuries of dust and rust and lets out a shriek of protest that you can hear echoing out of the small building that he is in. Not the larger door itself, just the wardrobe doors. Zahn's going to use the rest of his rope to tie a noose. <laughs> Zahn, as all of you freeze, glaring daggers at where Brick had disappeared, much like the night before, across the intersection, behind both doors, your radar dishes hear movement. You motion for everyone to stay quiet. Kip is doing a jaunty little jig. <laughs> for the audio listeners, that's Kip Hack's model bouncing up and down <laughs> on the table. Uh, apologies for that. <laughs> you wait a few moments, and the other noise seems to slowly die away. Brick is going to reach down, grab mm -hmm. the piece of rope, and just tie it around one wrist. Venera is going to walk up to the doorway, glaring daggers of murder at you. Does she have a spell she can use to just punish I you? Oh, I do. Sam does. <laughs> I have a gun. <laughs> That's more effectively a punishment, but it hurts us in the long run. 
Uh, um, probably should have checked through her spells initially, but uh, no, there is nothing she could. She is just dare, glaring daggers at you. Dare I say, does Kip have something that might help this in the future? I know prestidigitation causes uh, a harmless sensory effect. Um, it can light or snuff out a candle and stuff. Um, can it be used to muffle sounds as opposed to creating sounds? Mm, no. Prestidigitation can also be used to essentially clean oneself. But this is more unused rusty hinges. Yeah, but if it's just creating a noise, could it's, it it's, theoretically <laughs> snuff one? It, it would, would be more. It would have to be spell. more like with combat Velcro. It's like this Velcro right here. Just it's crap. You can hear it. It makes noise. Everything. Here's combat Velcro. <laughs> no one heard the Velcro. No one heard the Velcro. Uh, so, unfortunately, what did no. it do? Press it. What can it do other than that? Yeah. Uh, from my knowledge, it's able to make a noise, a harmful sensory effect. It's, I'm pretty sure it's able to. Basically, like, what if you is, fall into mud, you just go, like, and you're clean. So you said a harmless sensory effect. Smell, can sound. Uh, can do a little shower of sparks, puff of wind. Oh, I was about to notes, can, you, like, can you fill Brick's mind with excessive white noise? But no, that's not what I was doing. <laughs> um, yeah, no. It has a couple different uses, but... We're just gonna walk outside. I'm sorry. You're really just gonna blurt out I'm sorry after I just told everyone to be quiet? I say it quietly. Mm. Also, I have a really silly question, son. She walks over and she, like, slumps her elbow up on your shoulder, well, down on your shoulder, and uh, (laughs) she's just like... So... You tied up his hands knowing that he has the ability to use hands without having to physically touch things. It's literally just to give him the thought of thinking before he fucking does something. Apparently it doesn't fucking work, though. Yeah. I thought thought it was fine. I don't think it's working. Kind of got that too. Venera just like grabs hold of Brick's elbow and is now police chaperoning him the rest of the way. <laughs> DM, can you please make a note to make sure that when we get into town next to buy actual handcuffs? I'm not writing shit down for you. <laughs> you make your own fucking to do list. So, uh, Brick is pulled out of the writing shop by the elbow by Venera. You're all standing in the currently silent streets. Where did the sound come from? Uh, Sorry, it came from these two doors here. Okay. Um, Is is it continuing or did it seem to just be like a passing? When they were shuffling around? When Zahn motioned everyone to stop uh, anyone that wants to make a perception check can make a perception check. But his passive perception was high enough to hear the initial noise like he had the night before mm. when this same situation happened. We make right, the right. joke, but they're literally radar dishes. 
<laughs> what is my passive perception? 17. <laughs> 18, actually. Oh, it must have gone up. Yeah. <laughs> I got so, a 24 on perception, but it, it's probably just going to be the same. Like, has no, rolled hot tonight. Uh, well, since you were closer, you were able to hear, for lack of a better word, small and large shuffling noises. And you're pretty certain you heard a handle jiggle a bit. But as everyone remained quiet, the shuffling continued for a second longer, and then silence. You said the two doors in front of us, right? So, like, if we're looking these, down this alleyway... These, these two. What about the door next to Pez? Did a noise come from that? Mm, nope. Makes a mental note. Um, so... Are we just gonna go door to door looking for something, or do we want to try to go to that uh, amphitheater? Venera kind of grips Brick's uh, elbow and is like, do we have a plan? The library. We were going to go to the library. I remember oh, yeah, now. Right. Where, yeah. uh, to look for you, books. You remember where that is? You can make a history check. <laughs> I dropped my dice. Uh, let me find it. I think well, we already did make a history check. It's in the opposite corner, right? He already made that history check. That like sounds familiar. If you if you remember it, wait, wait, wait. then mm -hmm. yeah, I think we did. Yeah, yeah, because that is right. So okay. yeah, let me let me check my. Uh... Oh yeah, we were talking about how it was on the other side of the of the creek. The Rick's river. just gonna stay quiet and fiddle with his um, projector. Mm -hmm. Um, also, what does this big mushroom, mushroom thing look like? I wasn't really around. Um, for, so for its capturing. It? So you don't I know what it looks like. I've seen it in a like. book, but I don't read. Often. And that book's in the library? Probably. Do know. we know how big it is? The book? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just smudge my glasses on that. <laughs> the giant mushroom thing that we were supposed to get rid of. Giant, by the sounds of it. She just kind of... She's going to look at you and she's just going to shake her head. Okay, I'm done with questions. I'm, I'm a guess it's a little bit bigger than a, a T-Rex. Oh. I like that assumption. You prepare for the worst, you still pray for the best, I suppose. Um, were there, T Rexes uh... around when you were on this island? <laughs> or, like, not in this cave? Oh. I don't know what a T Rex is either, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I was scared. It was more curiosity than anything, to be honest. So. Seeing that we kind of don't really have, well, I mean, we have a pseudo plan, but not really like a concrete plan. I'm going to take my crossbow out, and I'm just going to 
beeline it towards where that their library is and not touch any heckin' door. I like, like that plan. Vanera right, looks at you and says, Do you even know where the library is? Opposite corner. But how do you know which one it is? None of these places have doors or windows. Can you read? I can, can read. We, let's go back to the map. We could go back to the map? Hmm? Or do I remember? Do I remember the where map? the library is? Like, specifically? Uh, with If I recall, your history check wasn't... was. A high, but not high enough. You just remember that it's across the canal to the right. And Pez, as you're, as you had looked, you see that this cave-in kind of goes all the way down and all the way back the way you would come. This seems to be the extent of where you can go on this side. But as you peer around the corner, it goes that way, which would be down this way. Mm -hmm. So just. Laying the scene. The the map is in the uh, bar, right? Uh, that was the the, map's under the, the, tab pillar. St the stone tablet right in front of the pillar that we first ah. came into. Then let's go back there, observe the map, maybe like write it down, draw it, or or something, and then go from there. Has my memory ever failed you? Yes. I haven't I haven't known you long enough to test that theory, but uh so far yes. <laughs> oh yes you have. Yes. <laughs> Venera is now escorting Brick forward. She seems annoyed, flustered, and starts guiding him around the corner. Kasumi's gonna shape shift into a fox form and just like bolt. Okay. She's gonna bolt for the the tablet. Okay, are you being sneaky about her, you just kind of like yeah. Bah, 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 bah. No, she's she's trying to be soundless. Okay, uh, fast but stealthy would be a stealth check at disadvantage. Okay, then she's gonna run. <laughs> she's not gonna dash. <laughs> uh, well, moving stealthy would require half your movement speed. So whether you are Moving your normal movement speed or running, you would still be stealth at disadvantage, unless you want to move half your movement speed in a go. Um, yeah, she's basically just going to kind of, like, trot ahead of the group. So, um, I can roll at disadvantage, though. That's fine. Let's see. Okay. Fourteen. Scooby-dooby-doo. Fourteen? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, I grabbed you a little fox there. Uh, let me see. Oh, that's neat. <clears throat> oh, I have a little fox. Vince yeah, Medic is... I meant to pull that out earlier, but I kind of forgot. There you go. Uh, Since no. Brick is walking, he'll start... Uh, he'll pull up his, um, his spell book and start ritually casting uh, Comprehend Languages. Oh doesn't know if he's going to uh, get it done in time by the time they get to the tablet, but he's going to see. Uh, that's 10 minutes? 11. Because it's... I think it's technically one minute to cast it without ritual plus the 10. Oh, no, it is 10 minutes because it's one action. Never mind. Yeah, so 10 yeah. minutes. Okay. Uh, so while the rest of you are being sort of sneaky and letting Kasumi uh, dash on ahead in her fox form, 
Um, she sprints ahead towards the giant stone armored figure and rounds the corner towards the stone. Uh, Brick, while being escorted by Venera, is kind of wrist-tied, sort of poking at his arm, and uh, his mouth seems to be moving, but he's making very little noise. So he seems to be doing something while being led along. Uh, so, Kasumi, you round the corner, and you get to the stone again. And your ears are high and on alert. And the ground is, while it's hard, it's also kind of dusty and dirty. So your paw prints, or your, your paw pads are kind of pathing very quietly. Every now and then you might get a little bit of a toe toenail scrape on some hard stone. But the beans! Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a silent motherfucker. So you make it up to the stone and it is still faintly glowing. You're able to see it very clearly. Uh, the language still is utter nonsense to you. It does look kind of familiar, but you're not you can't quite put your finger on why. Uh, after about a minute or so, the, you see Pez coming around the corner. Somehow, <clears throat> even in the gloom, his eyes, you see them first. Uh, shortly followed by Zahn's glowing hand as the rest of the group arrives at the tablet alongside you. <clears throat> Kip Hack is kind of just like, I got friends, <laughs> this is great. Having an awesome time. <laughs> I don't think uh, my friends a... like my memory. Uh, so, Brick, you will still have, um, we'll say about seven minutes left on your ritual casting. Okay. It was I'll a very just let short them do what they do. And you were being quiet and taking your time to not make any noise. So, uh, while I'll Brick just keep is... going and let them talk. So Brick is beep bop booping around on his uh, open wrist. What are you all doing? I'm gonna, since I can actually fucking read the tablet, I'm gonna look at the tablet and I'm gonna kind of cross-reference to see where the library might specifically be. Okay, yeah, that's it's very easy. Uh, you, you're kind of scanned through the names and like, <clears throat> oh, yes, it's the, that big one right there. <laughs> that's a common tongue, library. So, um, Kipak looks at the stone, and he points out where you all are currently standing, and he gestures to a very large building uh, that's across the etched-in canal. And it's, it's very large, kind of that shape. Don't really know how to describe it, but <clears throat> it's, it seems much bigger and of one... As you're walking to this... Um, to this tablet, you see that all the buildings seem to be kind of small and have little alleyways. This seems like a singular giant structure mm -hmm. that would probably be very difficult to miss. Uh, and actually, as you were passing by... I was about to say, this right here... Yeah, I was about to say. So, as you're walking along uh, that path and you come around the corner, you see the giant stone bit of armor, and you see there is a 40 to 50 foot high wall that just encircles, meets the pillar and disappears out of view. Mostly because the giant stone pillar is in your way and you cannot see where it is, uh, where it continues. 
So the library, our best bet would probably to be to go around the other side of the pillar and make our way to the, the bridge there. And then we can cross over to the library. All right. Uh, you want to lead the way? Yes, I'll just oh, okay. start walking. Gently trotting along, making sure that I don't, you know, step on any any racks along the way. I'm just happy I'm not the only one with beans. <laughs> uh, so Brick and uh, Venera move together. As, to escort. as we walk by, I'm still going, right? Yes. Uh, okay. So we'll I'll say you have maybe four minutes left, as it took Kip Hack a second to kind of beep up boop around and show you guys where everything was. Um, I'll keep it going. Are you all moving stealthily? Or are you moving normally? I'm moving stealthily, stealth. and I hope everyone's walking behind me. Okay, stealth, stealth. Everybody, stealth. roll a stealth check. Oh, oh, uh, that's not as good, but it's all right. Venera normally rolls a D and D beyond, right? Yes. <clears throat> uh, you know what? Yeah, she would probably do pass without a trace. Let me let me fire that off. Good. <laughs> it's not gonna help that's, you fucking open anything. That's just a plus ten, right? Yes, it's a plus ten. Uh, plus ten to stealth checks. Yes. Oh. Mm -hmm. For everyone. For everyone. Mm -hmm. Oh. Pass without a trace is. Well, shit. Uh, wasn't it on her charges? Uh, it's a staff on her woodland fire. staff. I'm aware of that. Oh no, pass without a trace is just that will. It doesn't take any charges. Fucking oh wow, dope. I learned something. You gave her that shit. Uh, well, she <laughs> killed somebody for it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thank you for that item. So yes, I forgot. I need to do a stealth check. So boop. Okay, so that is a 21 for Venera. Uh, what did everyone else get? 17. 17? 14. 14? Uh, 21 if you're adding 10. 21? Pez? 30. 30? Kasumi? I only got a 22. Oh. Only I got a 22? Oh, I rolled no. a 2. Oh, no. Well, well I mean, I rolled a 34. I rolled a 2. Pez levitates. <clears throat> Pez, um, out of instinct, matches his footsteps to Kip Hacks so that any footfall sounds like one singular person. Um, Brick is a little bit distracted, bebop-booping with his arm, but Venera is focused and is keeping both of you on track. As you all continue along through the city, you see more structures, more doors. You also see a smaller... Uh, stone column lifted up as Kipak rounds along to the left of the amphitheater. And as you all join him in rounding the corner, you start to hear the babbling sound of water as you get a little bit closer to the supposed canal. If that is what your canal sound like, I am concerned. Babble, 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 babble. Babble! Babble, 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 babble! Now remember, don't touch the pillars. And I just sneak past into this alleyway here. I lick the pillar. Why did we touch Ugh. the pillar? 
You're gonna get fucking cut. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, Kipak uh, looks like he's about to lead you towards a bridge ahead of you, but immediately just hangs a right and kind of like wedges himself between the pillar and the building. Uh, as you are walking along, you have no choice but to trod upon the mushrooms that seem to be clustering around the base of this stone pillar. Uh, Kipak generally seems to be um, completely unaware of this, doesn't give a fuck, just kind of keeps on moving, just schmoovin'. Um, and as you get around, let me delete more. You see... On your right is uh, another stretch of road that seems a little bit more zigzaggy. Um, and as you walk around the uh, out of this narrow little alleyway, you see immediately to your left is the canal with a bridge. And I think it's visible. My stuff is kind of transparent, so it's kind of hard for me to see if I've revealed it or not. Uh, kind of it stops right here. like. But you do see a bridge Especially. and water. We can see half the bridge, yeah. Good. Why is Kasumi Excellent. in there? Because she's in fox form. Leave her alone. Well, I no, no, that I understand. But, like, I'm actually, I moused over this, and there's something, like, there's a character right here. It says Kasumi when I mouse over it. Uh, she's under, she's tray. in the tray underneath. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Now, I yeah, had to make this sense. big for everyone's model to fit and be easily seen. <laughs> I was just so confused. I'm like, is there yeah, something like if you know? look off to the side of this thing, it is literally level on the lights that are usually on the corners of the table. Ah, <laughs> it's dark Kasumi, like dark Link. <laughs> yeah, I had to select a bunch of the squares and turn everything black, so we're probably gonna have to fix that whenever this board's <laughs> gone again. Uh, I so... am evil Kitsu now. <laughs> uh, so the other thing that you all notice as you were looking towards the bridge is uh, compared to the other parts of the city on the ground where the mushrooms were small and kind of scattered, uh, you suddenly realize that they're much bigger and they're a little bit more prevalent now. And that's to our right if we walk out of this or this is just kind to of the your, whole To area your left around. towards the canal. Okay. Mm. Oh. I hope. That's my bank. Which still won't let me make any transactions. Oh, wait, and, which bank? Uh, for the no people <laughs> watching the VOD, this is what they are seeing, by the way. I have a special view to see past everything else, so they see nothing. But I have no yeah, way of... Cheater. I, I have no way of streaming it that way, so uh, I realize that I don't think I've ever shown <laughs> what they're actually getting to see. So there you go. Hell. Hell. Lots of hell. So, uh, you, all, you all arrive uh, at the canal. You see Kipak heading for a bridge, and the mushrooms are getting larger. What are you all doing? I'm trying to avoid them. Just keep my eyes open. Still trailing behind, making sure nothing's following us. I just realized that someone labeled the fox fluff butt of cute in all caps. Oh. <laughs> uh, There's a few models like that. <laughs> it's always Nim. Uh, so, as you approach the canal, Kipak very confidently is walking over it. He seems to stop every now and then and kind of hike a leg to step over a particularly large shroom. 
Um, as you all continue further along, I need everyone to make another stealth check as we advance. Uh, Pass without a trace Less is still 10? there. Yeah. Here. Hey. Wow. Another, 21. Another 21 for Venera, too. 16. 16. 17. 16, 17. 23. 37. 33. Damn! She, she ascends. She teleports <laughs> to the destination. <laughs> Somehow she slides <laughs> underneath the mushrooms. It's wild. <laughs> she turns into a cat. I'm out. Uh, you take that back. She's a fox. <laughs> yes, they're they're a little bit more obnoxious. <laughs> Fox, foxes are just... Cats running on dog software. Is it yeah. pretty much? <laughs> okay, you all are proceeding um, slowly and quietly. Kipak in the lead as he he seems to he knows the streets. He may not remember every single building, but uh, the way that he's walking, there's a bit of confidence to his stride. He seems to to know what he's doing. But once. For once. So, as you all Sorry, approach the canal, again. you see more buildings, more structures, and the mushrooms are clogging the streets. There's barely a place to step. And as you cross the bridge, there's a scent that seems to become stronger. And you're only now starting to realize that you've been smelling this before, but it would seem the current of the canal is potentially wafting the smell away from you. As you all gather on the other side of the bridge, uh, I need everyone to make a constitution saving throw. Rut row. Um, my constitution is here. My wisdom saving throw is really high. Why? Uh, oh, that's yeah. actually really good. Okay. Uh, plus four. 18. Okay. Oh. Would I have the opportunity to put on my uh, mask before, like, doing this? I thought you already had it on. I would say at this point in time, if you didn't have it on previously, no. You would smell this and think, <laughs> oh, shit. But as of this immediate point For the time, purposes no. of knowing what to roll or if I need to roll... Uh, Brick is resistant to poison and immune to disease. Right. Let me check on that real quick. Make sure. Don't worry, guys. Brick just farted. <laughs> <laughs> smells like CO2 in here. It's the alcohol from last night. <laughs> what is it? It's WD-40. He uh, what are your resistances? What are your resistances again, Brick? Resistant to poison, immune to disease. Okay. Uh, you still need to make a constitution save. Okay. You still need to stay six feet apart from me because I don't want to get the Rona. Okay. <laughs> uh... Thon just walks up. <laughs> oh, what? <He's>... Okay. Okay. <laughs> 
Um, not great, even with that huge con save. Um, huge. 11. How is that a huge save? Uh, no, Zon, no, I, my Zon modifiers. Rogers. 18. 18? Um, Kip Hack? Kip got a natty one. Natty one. Ooh. Kasumi? 14. We okay. start hearing the Rugrats um, theme song in our head. Pez, what did you get? <laughs> the Yocho. Ooh, okay. What? Eight. Yocho. Oh. <clears throat> okay. As you all step across this bridge, the scent fills your nostrils, and much like when you were wandering through the desert above during a sandstorm, you just feel something sticking to the inside of your nostrils. Uh, it doesn't hurt, but it's uncomfortable, and you are definitely able to notice it. Brick... You, instead of feeling it in your nose, you kind of more feel it in your in your joints where the sand was kind of getting in and just being uh, an annoyance. But um, as of right now, you sense that something's there. Nothing seems to happen. Do I get the same vibe of Zombie Rex? Make an insight check for me. Because I was digging around in that thing. You were, and it was foul. Wait for the two frames per second D&D Beyond to catch <laughs> right. D&D Beyond. 20, not nat. Damn. 20. You definitely catch a hint of decay. It's not quite to the extent of a living carcass um but more along the lines of um something that had long been dead the kind of loam of a forest where leaves have been rotting for a while which granted you wouldn't know that because you live in a fucking desert um <laughs> spoiled but, mushrooms too. but you you've been in mines and you've you've smelled that dank dampness you know something crawled underneath the cupboard and died and it's just kind of molding quietly in a corner uh, it's it's that, but stronger. Just a little bit stronger than the normal uh, kind of decaying. Compared to you diving into the the zombie wrecks, this isn't bad at all, but it's definitely noticeable. I hope I, that answers your uh, question. <clears throat> I smell death. How does the water look? Point to where I am. Uh, you have night vision or dark vision, correct? Yep. Okay. Uh, you lean over the edge of the bridge and you take a look. Uh, make an investigation check. Okay. Unless you wanted to uh, actually physically go up to the water right around here and get a, a good look at it versus being on a bridge looking down. That's up to you. And that will change the DC. Uh, so let's say, keep in no. mind, too, my hand is still a light. Um, where's my investigation? Here it is. I'm going to stay on the bridge. I don't want to get too close to the water, especially with how it smells. Um, 15. 15. Uh, with a little bit of light, because you didn't ask for uh, 
Zahn to hold the light over. You just kind of hopped up on the edge of the, the bridge with your little paws and you kind of looked over. It looks remarkably clear. Anywhere that the light is touching, you were able to see straight to the bottom. Mm. Like nothing has disturbed those waters and the sediment at the bottom in decades, centuries. Mm. That water... Monthly bath. Oh my god, all I can think of now is just fucking Kipak sticking his head out of the water like an octopus and there's a little Johnny Depp <laughs> <laughs> He definitely has bath toys, for sure. Bye <laughs> bye. Um I'm gonna pull my mask down. And um uh should, should we keep going? Probably. Um, did I get anything happen to me? <laughs> uh, you don't know. I mean, I would like to keep going. Crossbow at the ready, BT dubs. Can Zon take a piece of cloth out of his bag and wrap it around his nose and mouth? Sure. Uh, you take a second, you find a piece of cloth in your bag, and you wrap it around your head like a, a little bit like a turban. Um, you're on the move, so it's not as neat and maybe not as tight as you would like, but you're hoping that maybe it does something. Uh, let me see here. Um, Okay, so you all begin to advance further into this second part of the city. Uh, you are all proceeding slowly? Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, Brick, since everyone paused at the bridge, you finally finished your ritual casting of uh, Comprehend Languages. Okay, and I'll stay up for an hour if we encounter any writing. Okay. Uh, as you were walking by some of these buildings, uh, a few of them you see stone plaques by the front doors, and etched upon them are the, uh, the names of the buildings and the language that you, until recently, didn't understand. So as we are passing by any of these structures, uh, you can let me know if you want to investigate further. Um, any of the small buildings, no, but any, like, the big buildings, like, on our right, I'll take a look. Okay. Uh, on your right, as soon as you pass the bridge, you glance over with your bound hands, and you see the word in, as in I-N-N, okay. and that is the one that is, uh, to your right, that seems to be uh, have a slanted wall going along the edge of the canal. Okay. So you all are continuing forward. I need another group stealth check as you are now in a new uh, area. Venera's um, Pass Without a Trace is still going. And are you kidding me? That's what I got my nat 20 on on a disadvantage roll? Dadgummit. <laughs> 
boy. Remember to add 10. It'll be a 15 DM. 15. 25. 25. What's Natty 1 plus 10? Uh, that would be an 11. Um, Listen here, DM. I'm going to need you to calm down. 32. 32. Kasumi? 25. 25. Okay. As a whole, it was a success. Since you were all moving slowly, and even Kiphack, you are feeling a sense of unease as you... Your familiar, clean, empty streets becoming difficult to walk. And as you step, your foot lands on a particularly slimy mushroom that you got a little bit distracted by as you glanced over your shoulder to make sure that your new friends were, in fact, not imaginary and actually there, still. Hello. <laughs> I still can't believe it. And as you step, your foot goes out from under view, arms flailing, but Pez is behind you. He's able to put both hands up on your back. And even Kasumi has bitten down on the edge of your robe and is full tilt back like dog fighting a chew toy trying to keep you from going ass over tea kettle. You all hear the scrape in the... In your brains you hear a... Oh shit! And you all immediately <laughs> stop thinking, oh god, it's another brick. But then you realize that the sound was just in your head. There was no actual <laughs> sound. You hear, oh shit! And then as he pauses, like, next to the ground, you just hear elevator music, and he's just like, am I dead? <laughs> God? <laughs> Moment passes. Oh, A few of you realize that you were holding your breath, fearing another brick incident. Roll, let out a slow sigh. Well, let's keep forward. going, shall we? <laughs> Alright. So, you all venture further into the city. You reach what appears to be another T-junction. To your right okay. is a fairly hefty cave-in that reaches a little bit further out than the first one that you had seen back when Brick decided to open a wardrobe. This one seems to almost be spilling into the street. Uh, right where the mushroom stop here would be the uh, the, the cave-in bit. <laughs> Which is just no. <laughs> <laughs> um, ahead of you, those of you with dark vision uh, are able to see that the street continues forward in a long stretch. To your left, the street is a bit wider, and there seems to be a few doors on either side. Get back. Uh, I point to the, I point to the large, uh, kind of top-rounded building, uh, and tell everyone subliminally that that is the library. So as he is, as he's gesturing a little bit off to his left. As you all uh, join him in the intersection, you see there's a smaller building in front of you, and the building immediately beside it reaches all the way up to the ceiling. It's a two-story structure. And then kind of past that and around the corner, you see another long wall that as well uh, reaches the ceiling as well, where it seems to have caved in a bit 
in one corner, but otherwise the structure as a whole seems to be okay. Are there any windows on the uh, second floor of the library? You have not seen a single window since you have been down here. Hmm. Oh, there goes my idea. That 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 dice that is rolled like three natural ones tonight is going in the dice. It's going in the dice jail. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, seeing that there ain't no windows, I did have an idea that instead of slogging through these here mushrooms on the ground, that we climb up some buildings and then go go over. Uh, Paz, make a perception check for me, if you would. What do my cobalt eyes see? I will tell you, depending on your roll. <laughs> <laughs> and anybody that has dark vision, if you would like to join him in this perception check, then I, uh, depending on your roll, will okay. give you information okay. that may or may not help. We'll see. Ooh. I rolled the same roll in real life. 11. 11. 11. 22. 22. Gibbs distracted. Don't see shit. Okay. Nope. Uh, so Kasumi is uh, busy investigating the um, the pile of rubble to the right to see if maybe there's anything there, and she's kind of paying attention, but not really. Um, Pez, you're a little distracted, trying to think like if there were windows, I could totally do this. And as he's saying that, uh, Brick, you notice that the. Uh, the other building that reaches up to the ceiling, you can tell that it's two floors, not just by its height, but because of the pattern of the brick. There's no windows to indicate it, but where the bricks lay in one direction, you see that for a line around about halfway up, they're in a different orientation, and then a similar orientation from the one below. As you were looking towards the library, there is no such break in the pattern of bricks which would lead you to believe that it's not so much a second story, but just a really, really tall building. Hmm. I kind of convey this to everyone. Um, just inform them of my observation. Oh yeah, we got ladders out the wazoo down here, buddy. That is that just good? Yeah. Hey, we can use them quietly. Hamburger, what's a wazoo? Don't hear a and the feathered wings literally like turn upward and shred. It's been it, Hamburg has been kind of mocking you, not not mimicking, uh, mimicking, learning to mimic you. So before it was just sort of always a head tilt. Now he actually like fluffs his wings out and shrugs. It's really weird for some of you that this creature is starting to become more um, pezzy. <laughs> Pezzy. Yeah, sure. We'll go with Pezzy. <laughs> Emotive is the word I was looking for. So, you were all standing in this intersection. You see your destination. Well, uh, map quest, should we continue? <laughs> As you go to say this, you realize that Kipax has already begun walking down the alleyway. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, where the hell did you go? <laughs> down here, big boy! <laughs> Oh god! Oh my god! Well, Hamburger is lost forever. <laughs> he trips. Hamburger was yeeted into the fog of war, never to be seen again. 
so fucking funny. He saw a bug and he fucking went for it. It was in so much goddamn. Okay, carry on. Uh, you all continue further down. Um, for the time being, we will let the previous stealth roll uh, endure, I guess. Ah, benches! Benches. Benches? Where do you see right benches? Here. You see benches? Oh, there's a tile there that is... Oh, I guess because it's touching that black... Oh, is it floating a little bit? you've got. Uh, no, like it, it's the tile is inside of the void, so it is. Oh, so you okay? Got it. I yeah, that's unfortunate. Well, you know what that room is then. It doesn't do that on my screen. So joyous days. All right. <laughs> uh, so you all approach what seems to be a. a bit of a curious intersection it's not as neat and tidy as the other ones had been uh on your left there seems to be for lack of a better word a circular sort of tower uh i say circular because it's all angled it's not actually circular um and there is rubble everywhere around the base of it it looks like this used to be a very very tall structure and the ceiling uh the the cave ceiling has collapsed Maybe 20, 30% of it. Uh, DM, what's the... When I read the building to our right, what do I read? That building says Architects Guild Hall. Ironic. Um, Erotic? Ironic. Uh, and then can I read what the tower is from here, or do I have to get closer? You would have to get closer. And keep in mind that Venera is keeping a very firm hold on your elbow still. Which I immediately forget, start to walk toward and get tugged back. You know full well that you could probably overpower her, but you're getting the mom eyes. That. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> So you've all reached this particular intersection. Kip continues his saucy little jaunt. How, uh, how, how are the shrooms looking? There are far more here than you have yet seen within this city. And they mm. seem to be getting larger. For the most part, they are staying cloistered next to walls and seem to be choking the alleyways as you pass by. In the center of the streets, they're there, and they're plentiful, but they do seem to prefer to grow against something versus freely forming. As mushrooms do. Just going to tread as lightly as possible. Okay. Um, we will say that this is the last of Venera's Pass Without a Trace. As you all continue forward, I need everyone to do another stealth check. There's no more pass without a trace, though. This is the last pass without a trace, okay. or she will have would have oh. to count it or cast it again. <clears throat> oh my gosh! I rolled a two and a three. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen for brick. Fifteen. Yep, same thing. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. 
damage. 55. She get a schwan? Nice, now. 20, not natural. Nice, Kasumi? 31. 31. Hot diggity daffodil. Okay. Uh, let's see. Zahn, I need you to make another constitution save for me, please. Oh, wow. Okay. It was much better than the 5 and 7 I just rolled. Uh, plus four is going to be a 16. 16. Okay. Um, cool. Duly noted. Thank you. Um, as you all follow uh, Kipak carefully through this mushroom ridden expanse, Looming into view is another gigantic structure. I'm going to remove that, and you're probably going to see some shit. Just ignore it, because, you know, this game's perfect. Um, you see another very, very, very large structure. Something akin to the amphitheater that you had seen before, but this one appears to be uh, fully enclosed. If you all don't stop drawing, I'm going to end all of you. I'm I'm drawing the the the, the black back in. I'm helping you not. I'm helping you. Okay, I didn't know what was going on. I saw pencils wiggling. <laughs> and I know I'm that Pez likes to get into you. some hijinks with his pencil. I'm helping. <laughs> I'm hiding your badly hidden secrets. All right. So, <laughs> Kipak approaches a little bit of an offshoot of this supposed library. Rounds a corner and seems to put his hand on the doorknob. Yeah, bye. Not very crazy. Yeah. So the, so the big thing directly in front of us is the library. Is the one just to the right of us? Uh, just the one to the right. Kipak okay. seems to be going into the structure on your right. Okay. Yes, the one that is red. <laughs> I, I very sl slowly turn the knob, and if I hear even so much as the slightest creak as I'm opening the door, I'm bailing. Kipak, you would remember, you've been here quite often, and you've actually been in most of the buildings, and you frequent them often enough that, to answer Zahn's previous question before, that is why the doors themselves do not creak because you continue to use them. The cabinet that Brick opened, you don't really noodle around in there much. So as you grab hold of the handle, turn and push, silent like a well-oiled machine. Zahn's just gonna gesture at, at Kip and look at Brick. I can't shoot him. <laughs> so, Wall, just hands up, one finger. You all watch. One finger salute. You all watch Kipak turn the handle, and as a group, you all go. Opens, and he steps inside. Kipak, inside, uh. you see your old friend Tor. Manning the desk, 
quiet guy. So, uh, are you all joining him inside? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, you all join him inside. It seems as if there is a, uh, a, a front entryway, if you will. There is a, another straw mannequin sitting at the, uh, front desk. Veneera, of course, is still keeping How a, you doing? a firm hold on Rick's elbow, just to make sure that he doesn't fuck with a chair or anything. I, I forget he's he's mute for a minute, and I asked Tor how he's doing. Just right. <laughs> he doesn't like me. Uh, sorry, when I say mute, I mean like he cannot physically speak, so sign language. You you oh. imagine that he's moving his hands around speaking to you, oh. <laughs> which makes no sense to anyone else but you. But <laughs> as you look at him, you start moving your hands in funny symbols, like you're communicating back. <laughs> You have a bit of a list. <laughs> I'm sorry, bad joke. Apologies. Okay. Uh, so as you all enter in the front foyer, uh, do you leave the door open or do you close it behind you? Nine. It is going to be closed. All right. Zahn is the last one in. You see him very slowly start to move the door. It's quiet. Go a little, a little quicker, a little quicker. And then it latches shut. So you're all in the <sighs> the front room of the library. The only light is from Zahn's hand. There seem to be I two doors. Door. One immediately off to your right, and one directly ahead. When I <laughs> when I remember what the the door in front of me is. The door in front of you leads to the library main room proper. The one to your yeah. right is essentially a closet. <laughs> Wait, okay. Which is which is not. <laughs> <laughs> we stuffed him in there. Get him. <laughs> <clears throat> Do you actually go for the closet door just to check? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I I'm tempted to. I turned the latch. And enter the main room proper. Okay. So Kipak grabs the door handle, and much like before, it opens with ease. Yeah. And inside, you see quite a large open area. And at this point, uh, Kip, you're feel fairly confident since both the doors were closed that. There's nothing nefarious going on. You stride on inside. So, I turn to everyone and literally, like, I realize that I don't make any noise, but even my mind brain is whispering, which is a fucking first. And I'm just like, very quiet in the library. Josephina really doesn't like you making any noise in the library. Huh? But I don't like books, usually. Quiet in the library, goddammit. <laughs> Get back. As you turn back and say this to them, Pez is in the doorway. Hello. And through the gloom, 
around the side. You see a hand reach out and grab Kiphack by the collar. Ah. And much in the way that Zahn was ripped into the room, you see him grabbed and pulled off to the side. Fuck! <laughs> oh, he's dead. Let's go. Why, why is this man... Who's been coloring my people? Why are you grabbing people? It's a library. It's supposed to be empty. I can't get this dude to stand up straight. <laughs> Alright, well, he's dead to me. I'm gonna get something else. <laughs> he's you dead to me. You want me to remove the closet tile for you? It was probably default animation. No, because when he goes and decides to die, then... Uh... Yeah, anyway, reasons. So, uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Kip Hack, my man, my main man. Yeah. Does a 15 hit. Uh, or, I'm sorry, a uh, 12. 12 just hits. 12 just hits. So, uh, those of you looking at Kipak, you see him get pulled around to the side. And... Are you... No, you're not what I want. You're what I want. You um, hmm? I use my reaction and uh, my first level spell slot to cast shield on myself, which raises my AC by 5. Okay. So that I make it. So in your uh, startled state, you get pulled to the side, and you see... I have way too many fucking windows open. Uh, you two. Come with me. Actually, a copy of you, so you can get put back in the bag. We just hear the death spawning. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Ah! But wait, there's more. Look at these book-reading nerds. There's a lot. So you were so grabbed. many nerds, so many wedgies. I misunderstood. I thought I thought Pez was getting yanked from the closet. <laughs> As you stepped into the room leading the group. Something grabbed you as you turned around to say, yeah. like, welcome to the library. Uh, the creature um, that you're pulled towards, there was no mouth at first. And then the face seems to rip apart and go to bite you. And you go, oh, shit! And you, uh, all of you hear that exclamation in your minds as you see another flash from inside the room as a teeth clamp down on the arcane barrier that he raised in the nick of time. I now need everyone to roll initiative. Let's go! Ooh, that was actually good for once. And as everyone is rolling initiative, we are going to take a short break before we get into combat. So we will be right back. Grab a drink, go to the bathroom, do your thing. Okay, and welcome back. Let's get into this. So... Spooky music gone. Battle music begin. 
Ooh, it changed to red. Okay, that might be. Let's do this. Bomb. Down a bit. A bit more. Down. Down. Ten. No. No more. There we go. Cool. All right. So, uh, initiative. I have Pez. I have Venera. I have Kip. Uh, Pez was a fifteen. Venera was a four, and Kip was a twenty-one. Uh, Zon. Fourteen. Fourteen? Yeah, I'm a low. I'm just making sure that I could hear around your mouth full of food. Brick. Seventeen. Seventeen. Kasumi. Twelve. Twelve. Alrighty. <clears throat> so. Top of the round. Kip. With your arcane shield, it blasted away its mouth as Pez is headbanging in the front foyer. Uh, your Arcan Shield also loosens its grip from your cloak. So, it is your turn. Brick, oh. you are on deck. Uh, <clears throat> so, the shield says until the start of my next turn, I get a plus five bonus to AC. Are we including that one? Well, it is now the start of your turn, so the shield is done. Fair enough. seem kind of short-lived is all i'm kidding <laughs> well but at the same time you get your reaction back so you can technically use it again oh uh, that's true value baby uh <laughs> fuck uh what are you doing I would like. You cannot rage. How many? Uh, well. <laughs> How many people are within ten feet of me? Uh, it would be the one Molder Titan, the Molder Bloom, Pez, and Hamburger. Well. Nah, it's not gonna work. Um. Sorry, I have so many spells, and I was not prepared for combat. You did not study. I did not study. You are in city full of mushroom assholes, and you did not prepare for combat. Does Kip seem ready for combat? Um, Kip seems ready for Kip a would nap. like to. <laughs> Kip's ready for nap, not combat. Mm. Uh, Kip moves over here. Okay, you will leave his area of uh, influence, so it will get an opportunity attack against you. Yeah. It's going to make a claw attack. Uh, that is a 15. 15 hits. Okay. And is... Da -da 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 -da. That is going to be 12 points of slashing damage as you leave its little bubble and it just... Goes right for you. It cuts your lovely, nice robes that you have kept clean and pristine for centuries. You're going to pay for that, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, sorry. Instead of there, I would have liked to move here. Sure. Um, and I will cast um, Arms of a Hadar at third level. Oh, okay. Uh, let's take a look. See if that real quick. I think that's what I 
I wish that's a spell I learned on Ren. At third level, you said? Yes. Okay. Uh, that is a 10-foot radius from here. Okay, so the strength saving throw. Okay. Uh, let's see what happens then. So that's going to be a Molder Titan and a Molder Bloom getting blasted. Yeah, I'm guessing you put it in between the two ones that are kind of like towards the... It's him. It's centered on me, yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's why Strength I want to saving make sure. That is going to be a 21 and an 18. Both uh, succeed. They take half damage, but uh, they still don't get reactions. Uh, on a failed save, they can't take reactions, but on a successful save, they take half damage, but suffer no other effect. So, roll oh, your damage. Actually, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. It's all good. Uh, am I doing it 2d6, or am I going 4d6 having? Uh, do 4d6, and then have the uh, half the outcome. It's <clears throat> a good start. be 17 necrotic damage halved. Okay, so 17 total halved. That's going to be uh, 8. So, 8 damage there and 8 damage there. Alright, that was your part of your movement and your action. Is there anything else you would like to do for your turn? Um, bonus actions really aren't a thing here, huh? Not for everybody. Uh, I... No, uh, that's it. Okay. Uh, Brick, it is your turn. Pez, you were on deck. Uh, Brick, you currently right. have your hands loosely tied with Venera holding your elbow and a kobold in between you and a door. All right, um, snap the rope and move forward. Uh, can I get around Pez? Pez is small enough that you can step over him, but that will be considered difficult terrain as you kind of like, oops, sorry, and just, you know, kind of worm your way through. That's him. fine. Uh, so yeah, it's five, five, 15, 20, 20, just inside the door. Uh, and dead armor save. <sighs> Uh, I am going to use telekinesis to try and shove the Molder Spawn away from the door so that other people can get through. Uh, okay. So he needs to make a strength save of 14. Uh, that is a natural 19 plus 2, so that is going to be a 21. Hey. So well, you that was my the door, see the Molder Titan standing there, you use your telekinesis try to shove it and it seems to be anticipating it grabs the wall with its hand and sort of lurches back slightly but pulls itself forward and seems ready to interesting uh well in that case i am going to oh hold on i almost forgot to roll uh for mortar really quick hold on 
Uh, Mortar's gonna have a eight as his initiative. I uh, will keep track of that. Uh, who is he before and after? Uh, he comes before Venera and after Kasumi. Okay. Uh, in that case, I'm going to take my two attacks on the Mold Spawn and just try to cut them down real quick so I can get out of is the way. Your, is your telekinesis a bonus action? Yeah. Okay. Uh, first attack. If I can read it. Uh, that's going to be a... Uh, 25. Uh, yeah, 25 hits. And I'm going to go ahead and do the other swing. Let's get it out of the way. That's going to be a 24. I love these dice. Thank you, Kayla, if you can hear me in the ether. Um, uh, 24 <laughs> hits. Uh, and then... Yes. Not great. Uh, five on the roll plus my modifier, which is uh, six and six, so twelve. Uh, so seventeen, all told. Seventeen points of damage. So you go to shove this creature out of the way, grabs the wall, and as it's kind of leering back up at you, you take two swings and you start hacking at it, leaving deep gouges into its uh, fungal, spongy body. But it's still standing. All right. Um, there's your bonus action and your action. Ooh. Um, I still have 10 feet of movement left. Uh, that's going to be 5, 15, 20. Um, so if you have 30 feet of movement, then yes, you would have... Uh, two more five spaces. and I can't move into this space uh, next to me uh, uh, because you... there's a desk in the way I would allow you to jump onto the desk with a dex uh, dex save if you wanted we'll try it dex save yes well dexterity check do a check dexterity check uh, that's gonna be a 15 15 yeah it's not so much a leap as a just hike the leg step. up, stand on it. <laughs> All right. I will step onto the desk to make room for other people and put myself in between the Mulder, uh, Titan, and Kip. We'll even say that you're kind of Captain Morganing it. One foot is on the chair, one's on the on the uh, the table desk thing. Face me. <laughs> Drink my beer. <laughs> okay. Uh, so that is Brick's turn. Pez, you are up. Zahn, you're on deck. So I'm not going to unleash Pez's full potential. He's only going to go 20%. And he is going to use his action to cast... Hey, Shaggy. At second level, Summon Beast. Oh. I was not prepared for this. Okay. Uh, what are you summoning? A small bestial spirit. Um, I choose land, and it will be a exact replica of hamburger. So another velociraptor. Yes. Excellent. That's way easier. Uh, and how far away can you summon it? Where are you placing it? 
Um, I'm going to attack this, uh, this goober. So, just, like, right, right where he is. Perfect. Okay, so you summon it right in front of, uh... Well, you can see inside the door, and you want it to attack, so you... Just see it and go, right there. And then... That, that counts as an action, right? Uh, let me see your spell real quick. Yes, it's one action. Okay, then yes, that is, uh, that's your action. And then I, it says I get two attacks per action. Does that count as one of those? No, the summoning of the spell is the full action. If you were taking the okay. attack action, that's two. So that is easy enough. Um, I assume if I walk in, I might get attacked by uh, the scuba. It's very possible. Um, then I'm going to just, I guess, get next to it, staying in its uh, reach. Okay. And that'll be my movement. And then Hamburger is going to, uh, I guess, jump off my head. Will that cause a uh, attack of opportunity? Uh, no, because it used its reaction on Kipak. Okay. Then Hamburger is going to leap off and join his clone in attacking okay. this thing. Uh, so, and with that knowledge in mind, that means that you as well would be able to run past it without provoking an opportunity attack if you wanted to clear the doorway. Because uh, you've only moved five of your sure. 20, 20, 25? 30. 30. Sure. Um, so five, 10, uh, 15, 20, 25. Five, 10, 15, 20, 25. 30. That, that would be the farthest you can move right there. Yes. All right. Then I will move right here and take cover. Okay. So um, you so. dash in, sending hamburger after a creature, and uh, Kipak and Brick, you see Hamburger's form seems to shift and just like cellularly divide, just and there's two of them, and they're both leaping, foaming at the mouth going after the Molder Bloom against the wall, as Pez badass combat slides underneath Kipak's legs, out the back of his robe with a little like Marilyn Monroe like, woo! And he's going over behind a desk. Super badass. Don't look under the robes. We don't know what's there. <laughs> More tentacles. <laughs> uh, so that is your your action, your movement. Um, bonus action? Do the uh, animals get to attack? Uh, at, or does... at, after your turn. They go immediately after you. Okay, then Pez is done. Pez is done. Let's get the Velocity right, Boys. So, um... Let's do hamburger first. No, let, let's do ghost hamburger first. Um, his actions is multi-attack and maul. Multi-attack is the beast makes a number of attacks equal to half the spell's level. Round it down. What does that mean? Uh, you cast at second level, so it would get one attack. Okay. And which is maul, I assume? Uh, yes. All right, so... I need to roll to see if it'll hit. That is a nine to hit. Nine does not hit. Okay. Ghost Hamburger is dumb. 
Does it not get any additions or anything like that to it? I don't know what to add to it. Uh, it has anything to add? Hold on. If it's a if it's a little Velociraptor, then uh, let's see. You said it used Maul. Yes. If it's a duplicate of Hamburger, it should have Bite or Claw. I was just going off of what the uh, summon beast spell does. Uh, well, let me let me let me check that then real quick. Let's see. Oh, okay. Um, it's your spell modifier is added to the hit. So whatever you oh. roll plus your spell modifier, which would be a two. So, eleven to hit. Still does not hit, unfortunately. Okay. Good to know. Uh, let me check one more thing super quick on that. It does have pack tactics. All right. Sure. I mean, if you'll allow me to roll again for... Absolutely. For those. All right. It's your first time using a spell. We all need a little help. Uh, Everybody gets 19 one. 19 to hit. <laughs> 19 hits. Hey. All right, okay. So as they both appear and they go for it, uh, Hamburger, the god-tier animal companion, begins chirping and barking orders to its uh, illusory companion. It's like, go for the jugular. D8 plus 4. So 4 plus 4 is 8. Plus the spell's level, which is a 2. So So it's technically a plus 6. Okay. Uh, Brain hurt. So it's four 1d8 plus, plus 4 plus right. 2. So it's 10 total? Yes. Okay. Because I rolled a 4. Yes. Okay. Okay, then. so uh, Illusory Hamburger jumps up, starts gnawing at it and uh, with the instructions of actual Hamburger. Uh, hamburger, also pack hamburger. tactics. Multi-attack, pack tactics. Good God. Oh, that one misses. That one also misses. Second attack. Another miss. Come on, hamburger. Hey, there we go. A natural 20. <laughs> oh, it's just a natural <laughs> fucking 20. I rolled four twos for the other ones. Oh, Jesus. Damn. Yeah, the, 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 my big dice don't like me. Ah. Okay, so, claws. Uh, it is... Uh, 1d4 plus 2. Doubled. So, 2d4 plus 2. 2d4. I have 2d4. Uh, 4 and 3 is uh, a number. 7. <laughs> 7. <laughs> 7 plus 2 is 9. It's 9. It, yeah. 9! So, uh, those of you within the library, uh, that would be brick and kipak you see these two feathered creatures just leaping onto the molder bloom and just start ripping it to shreds there's leaves and bits of viscera flying everywhere kipak it's kind of horrific and you're really <laughs> glad that hamburger's on your side um <laughs> it is still standing however so with that turn finally done <laughs> sorry no 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 it, it's great i just like wow i love hamburger to death 
Uh, Zan, it is your turn. Kasumi, you are on deck. Come on. WASD work here. So, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. I will use my bonus action to hop like a bunny because it's kind of what my what I do. <laughs> it's what I do. One sweep. Put me right here. So, uh, Kip Hack, as you're backing away and getting ready to cast your your next spell as the tentacles uh, seep back into your body, you see. The bunny. Now keep in mind, it's, his hand's kind of strobing because he's fucking doing one of these, and he just free willies you, and you're just like, oh. <laughs> lands he behind you, <laughs> and he leaps over your head to do. Um, what? Gonna <laughs> do? Let's do. Let's do storm strike. It's. Second level. Yeah, sure. What does that so, do? So, uh, it's necrotic touch, but it's storm. So I need to roll to hit. Uh, is nineteen plus eight gonna hit? Twenty. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, it does four d ten. I actually have 4d10. It's awesome. Yeah. If I can only find them. There we go. Uh, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. 17. Points, to, points of uh, lightning damage. Of lightning damage. And, yes. And, I'm actually using an ability that I've never damage. gotten to use before. Uh, be Thunderbolt Strike. Whenever I deal lightning damage to a small or large creature, I can push it 10 feet. I'm going to shove it into the wall behind me as hard as I can. <laughs> okay, so you're shoving it that way? Yes. Okay, uh, is that a save on my end, or does it just nope, happen? it just does it. Kind of awesome, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I was looking through my notes and I'm like... Where is this why haven't again? It's, features and traits, or... like, Yep, features and traits. Thunderbolt Strike, when you deal lightning damage to a large or small creature, you can also push them 10 feet away from you. Okay, so, uh, Kip Hack, as you see this light bunny free willy over your head and land, he almost does an awesome superhero landing, but he lands and just goes, wham! Right in the stomach of this creature, shoving it back into the bookshelf, Books are falling off, showering over top of it. Uh, Zahn, as you're seeing this happen, as the books hit the ground, a lot of them are just crumbling to dust as they leave the shelves. And there's just a big... Oh, God, <sighs> Josephina's going to be so angry at me! <laughs> okay. Uh, does that do it for your turn, sir? That would indeed do it for my turn, sir. Okay, sir. Zahn, uh, rolling damage. Kasumi! It... <laughs> Kasumi, it is it's your no turn. Um, Mortar is on deck. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm going to bonus action, shapeshift out of fox form, and back into human form. You were just about to get comfy on that chair as everyone 
browse the library and you hear a commotion go well shing let's do it (laughs) (laughs) so she's gonna go 5 10 15 there's all these hands in the way hold on yeah move your hands please because this guy has moved out of the way that okay so he's moved back yeah he, he that's not where he was supposed to be i don't know who moved him okay so she's gonna get in his combat zone Oh, well, wow. hold on. Nope. Yeah. Didn't you even do that? Okay. You're 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 in melee contact with him. Okay. I can't tell from this. Okay. Anyways, she's gonna get out her rapier mm-hmm. and she's gonna slash him. Slash him. Fuck him up, Buttercup. Fourteen. Fourteen just hits. Oh. Okay. Okay. Alright, well let me let me roll my normal damage. Damage. So roll that, that is Joe eight points of piercing damage. Eight points of and, um, piercing I damage. Could add my snake attack, because yes, my you friend can. Rick over there is Yes he is. <clears throat> oh I've been a Unfortunately business. not quite flanking, but thirteen. Okay. <laughs> thirteen additional points. Uh, on top of the nine, correct? On top of the eight. Twenty-seven in total. Oh yeah, he's still fucking dead. Uh, oh, good. So you come around the corner, and you see Brick on the table, thinking this is gonna be awesome, and you're like, you don't deserve the kill. And you just come in the doorway, see him, and with a precision strike, as it's turned to look at Brick, just right through the head, and you feel your hand become very heavy as it slumps down and face first onto the table, then onto the floor, and your rapier just slurps right out. A little bit, a little bit of a black ichor. And of course, Brick is just kind of... Man! <laughs> uh, but this one is Dunzo. Ooh, wait a minute, it has a... Uh, no, not that. Hold on, it's here somewhere. It's... Aha! Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> So, that Molder Titan is dead. Okay. Uh, you still have, I think, a little bit more movement and a bonus action. Uh, no, I used my bonus action. Um, oh, right, because you, you transformed. Apologies. Thank mm-hmm. you for keeping me honest. Uh, so, is he completely prone? Who? The guy I just killed. Oh, yeah, he's, he's dead. He's not actually dead on our screen. He's, he's still standing like that. Oh, is he? I'm sorry. Yeah, he's dead. We're just... He's gone. Okay. So, she moved 15. Would it be difficult terrain to go over him? No. It's a little bit spongy. It feels weird, but... Okay. <laughs> She's going to move here. Okay. And that's her turn. Awesome. Okay. Um, it is now the Molder Titan's turn. Oh. Okay. Hmm? Sorry, I thought you were about to say... Never mind. Hmm. Mortar can wait his turn. It's the DM's turn. I did not know that. You have <laughs> that's a secret. I, <laughs> I will let you know when it is Mortar's turn, sir. Hold your fucking horses. I want to play no too. <laughs> All right. So with that, this Mortar Boom is going to. Ten. 
These guys are very slow. Do you, you not have them open up and look like murder vipers? No, murder I could, vipers but I won't. I'm having my son roll my next dice. Have you done test rolls? Is he doing well? No, I wanna fucking have a look. Oh. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> All right, uh, so. Zon. He's not rolling anymore. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on! All right, the Molder Titans are going to come at you. The one on your left is going to make an entangling bite attack. Uh, that is going to be a 16 to hit. Negatory, good sir. Does not hit. The other one is going to make... Uh, you know what? It's going to try to bite you too because you just punch him in the chest. Let's see what happens. That is going to be an 18. Nine. Nope. What's the plus for friendship nope. bracelets again? Plus one. Okay, cool. Okay, so... And that's why it didn't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> so you see this these creatures coming up to bite you. And Kasumi, even though you're seeing these... Uh, wriggling, writhing uh, molder blooms coming towards you. You see the big one on Zahn's left coming towards him, and because of the power of friendship, you call out his name to warn him just to make sure, and he swats the one away and blocks the other with his sword as they both try to bite down on him, and he goes, thank you to me! No, however you want to say thank you if you want to. Uh, All of a sudden, I'm stupid now. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm mocking you as a person because that's how you say thank you sometimes. I couldn't think of how Zon would say it. I'm trying to be funny, damn it. Not accurate. Okay. So, uh, that is their turn gone. The Molder Blooms now. Uh, I've already moved them. This one is pinned in by those two Nyambergers. Uh, it is going to, you know what? One for hamburger, Kraken for the other one. Whoop, there it goes. <laughs> Not anymore. It's I nice. actually can't see what that is. I'll be right back. <laughs> quick, while he's away, let's kill everything. Hurry, quick. Working on it. the board. <laughs> Unfortunate. It's going after hamburger. Oh. I got to figure out a better way to roll a D2. <laughs> Uh, so, it is going to make a pummel attack on the OG. But, I'm assuming a 7 does not hit. Nope. Okay, so OG Hamburger is fine. That is that one's turn done. Um, the one Mulder Bloom that can actually reach you both. I'm going to leave it a chance again. It's going after Brick. Uh, so, Brickathy. Yeah, no, it doesn't hit. Uh, you're looking at Venera like, really, again? And without even looking, as it comes up to bite you, you just go, wham, with the shield. Like, I had him, man. <laughs> so, uh, their turn is up. Mortar, it is now your turn. All right, Recoot. so. With Venera on deck. Based on how this is going. Uh, Zon, did you make a melee or a spell attack last turn? No. Spell? All right. Uh, which one? It yeah. Is. Which one did you hit? The one in like against the wall ish kind of. Okay. Well, the so yeah. Sorry. Mortar is gonna take flight and fly uh, over the head of the of that Molder Titan and kind of harry it and give the help action to Zon. Uh, where's your owl model, by the way? It's 
Um, probably still in the desk. Hold on. Where is it? Where are you? Where are you? That's the Triceratops. I don't know if the owl one got saved. Is that him? Nope. I don't think Mr. Owl got saved. Well, ain't that a bitch. Okay, let me pull another one out for you then. Is it in the fog of war? Uh, I don't believe Might be. so. <laughs> That's not what I want. Okay, so Mortar has given the help action. Yes. So the first attack uh, that anyone makes on the Molder Titan against the wall has advantage. Here you go. Damn. You know, scale it down a little bit. <laughs> well, that's no. technically a giant owl. It needs to be smaller for the sake of uh, fitting. So drop, drop, drop it. is going to be there you go okay uh so it's going to be harrying this the one against the wall got it okay uh so zon you would have a um advantage on your next attack and technically the help action is to help someone it's to help anyone yeah it's right the, the help action so, just gives advantage on the very next attack so anyone okay, can take advantage so, of it Let me let me look that up real quick. I have a question about it. Okay. The Indie Beyond is a wonderful tool. A wonderful tool. Okay, so you don't use help on the target, you use help on Zon. So Zon, your next attack has advantage oh. no matter what you're hitting. So essentially, you, you say Mortar, help out Papa, and Zahn, as soon as you lock eyes on whatever you're going to attack, that's the one that Mortar is going to go and start harrying to give you advantage on it. Thank you very much. Can you, like, can you, like, hold an action to me? Like, if anyone attacks this fucker, help them. Maybe? Mm, I don't think so. You have to specifically target something to say, go help them. Or I'm going to help them. Well, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Um, I don't want to blow through her spells too terribly much, so I'm I'm just going to pull a her and do uh, Toll the Dead on the one that Zahn initially shoved into the bookcase, so that is a wisdom saving throw. Oh, I'm like, how can she see? I'm like, oh, she can see right through the door at it. Fails. Oh, yeah, I meant to move her up, so she moves up into the doorway. Uh, and it fails, so that is going to be not bad. Seven damage. Uh, so Zahn, as this creature gets up and starts lumbering back towards you, you see a spectral bell appear over its head, and a book comes and just wang, and it fizzles away, and you see it's sort of shaking a bit, and you see like kind of spores and bits of it are kind of falling off. Uh, from where the the bell was forcibly shoved over its uh, mushroom top. Uh, I'm going to call it there for Venera's turn. 
Um, because she's technically safe. Kipak, it is your turn. Rick, you were on. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, Kip, seeing everyone do all this cool shit, decides, "Fuck it, I'm gonna do some cool shit too." <laughs> I must impress my new friends. <laughs> <laughs> he uses his bonus action to use all of his sorcery points to forge a, a fifth level slot. Um... One second. Let me let me look at that. I technically only after a long rest I only ever get fourth level spell slots, but you can create spell slots larger than what you get after a long rest. You can just use it to cast spells that you have like upcast them. Never done it before, I got no You can use sorcery <laughs> points to gain additional spell slots or sacrifice spell slots. You can transform unexpended sorcery spots in a spell slot as a bonus action. You can create spell slots no higher than fifth. Any spell slot you create with this feature vanishes when you finish long rest. I mean... That's pretty fucked tits. Technically? Uh... I mean, technically, you can, you could give yourself a fifth level spell slot, but you can't cast at fifth level. You're not a high enough I can, level for that. I can upcast my current spells at fifth level, since I have the spell slot. But you're not able to cast at fifth level. That's the problem. I I, I, I understand what you're what you're attempting to do, but. Um, So I did a, a I did a little bit of searching to make sure I could do this. Um, this is this is what I was kind of going off of, and I thought the logic made sense. <clears throat> but if you want to rule it that I can't use it, then. By all means, I, it's literally just for upcasting my current spells. Okay. If if I I also like don't want to like fucking break anything. So if you're not cool with it, I can no, no, totally uh, just cast. He's no used to me. You can't break it. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Mm. 
what I'm worried about is that this question was asked five years ago, which means that this could be an older version. It could be like third or fourth edition. And that may yeah. not be the case anymore. Because uh, uh, the other thing I see is research. there's there's a thing where they, they it looks like they are quoting from the D&D book, which is what I'm used to seeing in forums like this. And I don't see that anywhere on this ability. So for now, I'm going to say no. But okay. uh, we will powwow after the session and really do a deep <clears throat> dive into this for 5th edition and see if there's anything buried somewhere. But for the sake of uh, keeping the combat flowing, we'll, we'll say for now, no. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll look into it. <laughs> no, it's okay. So he kind of like weaves all of this elemental magic around him and then he's like, fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Behold my you, you all stop for a second as you see like lights appearing in the room. And you're like, oh fuck, he's going to kill us. And he's like, no, 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 never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> I don't need to do this extra shit. <laughs> okay, so uh, sorry, sorry for that delay, but uh, what, what would you like to do instead, sir? Uh... It's not instead, it's just kind of like differently. Instead of casting Summon Aberration at 5th level, I would like to cast Summon Aberration at 4th level. Okay. <laughs> I would like to summon a Beholder. <laughs> or Beholderkin. Uh, let me look at 4th level. And it has a stat block in this belt if you need it. Oh yeah, Beholderkin. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I know you're not prepared for that. One. <laughs> I was not. Let me see if I have a model for it. Uh, giant ooze construct aberration, maybe. Beholder. Would you like the purple one or the slightly brighter purple one? I want the slightly brighter purple one. <laughs> slightly brighter purple one. Stream is going to get to see how this all works. All right, Beholderkin. Uh, real quick, let me see. This is a medium, so I'm going to need to shrink it because it has to fit into a five-foot block. All right, so you essentially have a baby Beholder. Uh, where would you like it to be? Uh, let me see. Where can I cast it? Oh, an area of 90 feet. Yeah, I'm gonna cast, cast it, it anywhere 90 feet around you. <laughs> I'm gonna cast it over here. Barf ball. Yep. yep. Okay. <laughs> Just sees it pop up out of the corner of his eyes. Like, oh! <laughs> so, so you all see gets... Kipaki goes, no, 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 no. This is easier. And he just goes, <laughs> and you just see this dark sphere appearing. And as it grows and contracts, you see a beholder, um, which I. Not sure many of you would know of, except for maybe Brick in his archives. Uh, but it seems to turn its attention directly to who and what? My son! <laughs> just kind of hold up my son uh, as homage to, to this beholder. And it my would boy. like... <laughs> my boy! <laughs> and he will use uh, an eye ray. And... Uh, Attack. I'm gonna go for this one here. Okay. The one that is directly facing. Okay. 
Uh, roll your attack. Or is it something I need to roll? I don't remember. No, it's uh, it's for me to hit. It's my okay. spell modifier to hit, kind of like his. Oh, 21 to hit. A 21 hits. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I use this 1d10 plus 7 slashing damage. Wait, no. 1d10 plus 7 psychic. No, 1d8. <laughs> Fuck. 1d8 <laughs> plus 7 psychic damage. Uh, uh, it's eight. <laughs> I rolled the one on the damage. Eight psychic Aww. damage. Okay. So, uh, from behind, you just see this aber- or, uh, this baby beholder, one of its stalk-like eyes just swivels forwards and goes, fuck that guy, and just blasts the molder bloom in the back of the head. Um, it doesn't seem to be leaving any physical damage, but... It's shaking its head. Its tongue is lolling out to the side. It doesn't look too happy. Brick, do you still have comprehend languages up? Yeah, I do. You hear <laughs> in a formerly unfamiliar tongue, deep speech. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And then it uses its second attack on the same target. Okay. And that will be a nine to hit. Nine does a not... A 19 to hit. 19, sorry. A 19 does hit. <laughs> Eight damage. <laughs> Eight more damage. Uh, what was this beam? Oh, sorry? What was this? Uh, it was another... Uh, the psychic damage ones? Yeah, psychic damage. Okay. It's always psychic damage on this one. Got it. So uh, the one tentacle stock, stock comes up, blasts it. See, so fucker's still standing. Blasts it again. And again, it's shaking its head. It really doesn't look happy, and it seems a little bit more drunken and sluggish at this point. Um, and again, it's very unnerving. None of these creatures are making a single sound as you were fighting them. You just hear your blade sinking in, your fists hitting, teeth gnashing. Uh, I no, raise blasting. No cries of pain. Uh, does that do it for your turn? You do still have mm. your movement. Like to move. No, I would like to stay. Okay. All right, Brick. It is your turn. Pez, you were on deck. Let's kill some plants. I'm gonna make two attacks on the viney guy in front of me. All right. That's going to be a 14. A 14 hits. And for my second attack, that's going to be a 16. 16 hits as well. Roll your damage. Twenty points of damage. Twenty points of damage. Uh, again, you swing your axe twice and you start cleaving limbs. You even cut the tongue off of the one that was uh, harrying uh, you and Kasumi. It's still standing, but it is oozing all over the floor. It does not look good. None of the Mulder Blooms look like they're in a good place. You Does got this, Kasumi. Yep, that's it for me. Okay. Pez, it is your turn. It's on your own deck. Okay, so time to take 20 minutes to do my turn. 
All right, everybody no, else, bathroom yeah. break. Go on. <laughs> I'll be back. Uh, I did right. have a question. Mm -hmm. uh, where does where does this guy's where does eyeball fit in the initiative? Uh, generally speaking, less otherwise stated, uh, summoned creatures take their initiative immediately after your own. Okay, cool. Um, so which one of these shrooms is looking at this guy or this guy? Uh, this one. Yes, this one so far has not been to... touched. I want to try to steal a kill, so I'm going to shoot my crossbow. Your crossbow. Get it. God, I don't know why I'm even rolling in D&D &D Beyond. Uh, Metal, if you look at the second paragraph of that ability, it says, In combat, the creature shares your initiative count, but it takes its turn immediately uh -huh. after yours. I see. All right. Mm -hmm. 28 to hit. Yeah, tw <laughs> yeah 28 hits. <laughs> Again, I freaking rolled in D and D. My D eight. Oh well, I'll take that. I guess. Uh, twelve damage. Uh, twelve damage. Okay. Uh, you take your shot, and the crossbow bolt lands right in the side of its face, and it sort of turns to look in your direction. It looks pretty Why? hurt, but otherwise... Hmm? Go on. Oh, it, I, I it mean... Hurt. It looks hurt. You have not felled it. But it now has a, a bolt sticking out of its face. Did we um, say that my second action could be to reload? Or Correct. could I go on and fire again? It is to reload. Okay, then I'll reload and stay where I'm at. Actually, okay. no, I'm not. Because, uh, bonus action, Hunter's Mark. Okay. Where's On that? this guy. Where's that little token? That one? Okay. Yep. Get on your flying saucer. Come on. Why can I not grab you? Fuck it. He just, has. Just put it next to it. it. I was about to say, we got it. He's supposed to be able to stand on it. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so he has been Hunter's Marked, and now it is the Velociraptor's turn. Okay. So, uh, Meatloaf is going to. I, I named the Spectral One Meatloaf. <laughs> of course, she did. Uh, so, Pack Tactics, he is going to do another uh, bite attack. Okay. So, I assume a natural 19 would hit. It definitely hits. Okay. So, that is 1d8 plus 4. Where the hell's my d8? Uh, unless you really want to roll, that bonus plus 4 is enough to take it out. It, it's dead. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Hamburger and Meatloaf start turning this thing into a giant salad, as is tradition. Uh, however, it is still technically, um, Hamburger's turn. He can still do things, but this one is dead via Meatloaf. Um, does Nasty Meatloaf pizza. still have his movement? Yes. Uh, they are both going to loom towards this guy right here. Okay, uh, sit him, sit him back where or they were. Uh, what... 
what's their movement speed? Um, 30. 30. So we'll say 5, 10, 15, 20. Say that Hamburger joins in right behind. Perfect. So uh, that Mulder Bloom is completely surrounded. Hamburger still has his attacks. Meatloaf is okay. essentially done at this point, but Hamburger can still attack. So, Lost Raptor. Uh, pack tactics. Uh, well, yeah, no, never mind. Flanking. That's already advantage. <clears throat> oh, I don't get super advantage for flanking. No, that's not a thing. Pack. <laughs> Ooh, advantage. Uh, 14 plus 4 to hit. So, 18 to hit. That hits. Oh, yeah. Uh, 1d6 plus 2. Da, 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 3 plus 2 is uh, 4. Five plus, yeah. So five, five for the bite, and then claw is, uh, I assume, a fifteen hits. Fifteen does hit. Twenty-four plus, uh, so six damage for the claw. Okay, uh, so off on the side you hear a <laughs> as the Mulder Bloom is turned into a salad, and then you hear <laughs> as this one is. Also mulched. Within six seconds, two of the Mulder Blooms are just <laughs> toast. So Hamburger the Great strikes again, getting a twofer, basically. So Brick and Kasumi, now you're both just I <laughs> Uh, and that's going to do it for both of them, I assume. That is our movement and attacks. Uh, Zahn, it is your turn. Kasumi, you're on deck. Um, So many critters yeah. to keep track of. <laughs> I know. I'm going to turn my head and look at Mr. Newcomer that had so rudely interrupted my one-on-one -on -one fight. Okay. And I'm going to cast... I'm gonna do. I'm gonna step it up a notch. I'm gonna just do storm strike at third level this time. Uh, keep in mind that you do have mortar assisting you, so you have advantage on your roll. Okay. Not like I need it. I rolled a natural twenty on the first roll. I mean, you have advantage. Might as well go for broke. It's just about a nat twenty. <laughs> it's a nat twenty and then a seventeen. So no. Uh, so you hit. And it is at third level, which is 5d10. 5d10 doubled, so 10d10. You have 10d10, Zach? Eight. You got 10d10s. That's another 8. Holy shit, 24 plus 8 is 32. You've killed two of them with that one. 5. What's this ability again? This is Storm Strike. This is my necrotic. Fireball. <laughs> Fireball. Uh, what That's level did you cast it at? Advantage. Third. Third. Okay, let's see. My butter, <laughs> bread and butter ability. Okay, uh, as this creature initially comes up to you, wait, do I kill it? 
and <laughs> as this creature comes up to you and tries to bite you, you smack it out of the way, and as you are glaring daggers at it, Mortar comes in and kind of starts pecking at its head, which causes it to look away from you, and you go, I was talking! Whoom! <laughs> Completely in two, as the sides split apart, lightning is crackling in between them, frying its innards, and it just sloughs side to side, and you go, Thank you! Your next Your body's bitch. also going to fly back ten feet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so as the two halves split apart and go spiraling off in the distance, you go, Thank you! As we are saying, and you look back to the other one that was uh, initially your target. That other one is just, just gone. Oh, don't forget, don't forget Hunter's Mark, Tim. Uh, that's 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 pe <laughs> that's peasants. That doesn't count. Also, Hunter's Mark, I, it didn't go off because that's a concentration spell, and I'm already concentrating on uh, the Summon Beast. Uh, okay, so we, I mean, since nothing happened with it, we'll just say that. Just kind of let bygones be bygones. <laughs> if you would use it, then I would retroactively say that meatloaf uh, is dissipated. But since it was at the end of your turn and nothing came of it, we'll just pretend like it never happened. So this guy is fucking gone, like gone, gone. Uh, so that was your action, and I'm assuming mostly your turn. Actually, I do have a question. Can you cast a bonus action cantrip if you've used the attack action? No. Because your storm strike is technically a spell. Oh, that's right. It's just, I'm sorry. Yeah. If I if no. you cast a bonus action spell, you can cast a cantrip as an action. So can you do like a bonus action cantrip and then like attack with a melee weapon? Mm. I'll look after this. Technically, Go. yes. Okay. But it... Next. We'll discuss no. later, because I yeah. think you're you're kind of mixing two things, and you may just be asking a separate question from what you just did. Kasumi, it is your turn. Uh, Mortar is on deck. So there are okay. two creatures still alive, and to kind of make this a little bit easier, I'm going to remove uh, the ones that are dead, so there's no confusion. Okay. Um, make sure... Okay, cool. She is going to see the one in front of her is now shredded. Um, so she's going to look at the one to her left, this guy. Mm -hmm. And she is going to cast Chromatic Orb at first level. Okay. And she's going to choose the... Fire. Alrighty. Roll your and attack. And so let's roll. Well, that is a six. Uh, unfortunately, a six does not hit. You are still slightly distracted by the two velociraptors basically playing in the remains of the Molder Bloom that you had been attacking before, and. You also see the beholder behind, and that really unnerves you because you've never seen one before, and it just appeared. Mm -hmm. But it was attacking the Molder Bloom, but in all that confusion, your shot just goes a little bit wide and zips right past everything. Thankfully, not hitting the beholder kin, uh, potentially pissing okay. that off. Uh, so you still have your movement and your bonus. Um, so 
just by seeing that she attempted to shoot at it and missed, she probably pissed it off. So she is going to, for, for safe measure, um, she is going to whisper under her breath. This is the first time she's done this. She's going to speak the dress command word and activate the additional plus three AC for the next minute. Oh, okay. Awesome. Uh, well, you do still have your movement that you can do as well. Um, I'm just gonna go back five feet. I'm I'm gonna stay around my colleagues. She's not gonna <laughs> your colleagues. <laughs> my colleagues, but she is gonna activate the um, the dress command word to give her the extra plus three. Okay. All I can think of is she Good just says it and just spikes stick out of her dress. Uh, as she says this, the, the loose flowing robes seem to shimmer slightly. Um, every inch of the fabric. It, if you've ever seen a pearlescent paint job on a car, it seems like as she's moving, the light from Zahn's hand is making it shimmer in places that it normally didn't shimmer before. Uh, so, that is your turn done. It is on to the Molder Titan. So Molder Titan, uh, seeing its compatriot get split in half, shows no emotion and is just going to take a swing at Zahn. That is going to be a 14. Which I assume does not hit. I'm sorry, DM, it doesn't. No, I mean, it, it, I've had shitty rolls. You guys have made it halfway through the city because of my shitty rolls. You're welcome. Uh, so, <laughs> with that being said, uh, the Mulder Bloom is going to move its full distance to get to Kasumi, who slowly started to back away, seeing the oh-so-shiny uh, dress with the dead Mulder Titans wiggling in the background, for those of you watching the VOD. <laughs> uh, yes, I have been paying attention. Uh, and it is going to make a slam, a pummel attack, sorry, against Kasumi. Okay. Um, with a natural one. Uh, so, oh. it seems to still be entirely frazzled by the two eye beams it took to the back of the head. And yeah. it goes to smack at you, but you're not quite where it thought it was. And it sort of slams its uh, tentacly root into the table between you and Brick. And both of you kind of look at it and go, Oh well. And you... Okay, so that is... There you go. Uh, Mortar, it is your turn, you hoot hoot. Followed shortly uh, by Venera. Mortar, knowing that Venera is up next, and not really knowing what she's going to do, but he's going to fly over and give her the help action. Okay. Cool. Great turn. Next turn. Venera. <laughs> uh, as she he pokes her head inside, uh, Mortar comes and lands on her head. She kind of... Okay. She looks inside. Sees that um, everything is kind of being handled. So she's just gonna... I guess she'll do Toll the Dead on... Uh... Yeah, she'll hit the, uh, the the same Molder Titan with Toll the Dead. So let's see if it passes the Wisdom. Oh, well. Where'd he go? Oh, <laughs> ah, no, no, it does not save. Um, at a negative three wisdom, sure as fuck not. 
Uh, Mortar helped. <laughs> you know, so I actually, I fucked up the last time. Why? Uh, because it was already damaged and it should have taken a D12, not a D8. So it should take two at this level. It's a cantrip. Yeah. It increases. Yeah, my told the dead it's two D8 or two D12. Well, I super fucked up. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to roll three D12s to make up for my incompetence as a DM. Goddamn! <laughs> Great job, Super Chief. It's dead as fuck. <laughs> so, Venera lands inside. Gone. Mortar landing on her head. She sees the Molder Titan in front of Zahn as he's sliced the other one. Kind of looks over, is like, you're next. And as you're looking over there and saying that, the bell reappears, smacks it against the side of the head, and when the bell disappears, the head is just gone. It's sort of smoldering a little bit, and when there's just a stump. And that Molder Titan. Ooh, Jesus. Uh, for the record, that was like a 9, a 7, and a 3. So, it's quite a bit of damage. Ooh. Good damage. Well, uh, who's the bell tones? So that fuzzy is the dead. In your own words, Zahn, that was a really good aneurysm. Ha! <laughs> I get it, because stupid. Uh, Kipak, please save us from the idiocy and end this combat. Brick, you're on deck. Uh, <clears throat> so... Uh, now that he has used his fourth spell slot, he is going to do what he was previously doing and uh, use six of his sorcery points to meld up a fourth slot spell slot, or fourth level spell slot. Okay. Um, and then he's going to cast Dissonant Whispers at fourth level. Oh. What's yeah. that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you whisper a discordant melody. Uh, that only one creature of your choice within range can hear, racking it with terrible pain. Target must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, it takes 3d6 psychic damage, but in this case, it's 66 psychic damage. Ow. <laughs> and must use its reaction, if available, to move as far away as possible from me. Uh, well, hmm. So, it's a three. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. It doesn't mean 14. <laughs> so, uh, roll your damage. Yes, um. Your mom's a hoe. <laughs> that is the Quick, everybody whisper. whisper. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny, considering that this is technically a plant-based creature. Hmm. It takes 20 So its parent is a hoe? 20 psychic damage. You're a ficus. So, Kipak, how would you like to do this? Father, <laughs> I would like his brain elderly. to explode from the dissonant whisper. <laughs> okay, so yes. uh, as it slams its tentacle onto the table, again, you hear Kipak making weird noises coming from his uh, tentacle mouth, and all of a sudden you see it sort of start to quiver and shake, and it locks up for a second, and... <laughs> Its head just sort of splits apart, spraying a fountain of ichor into the air as it slumps forward, and the two velociraptors begin to chow down. Uh, the beholder can uses both of its eye ray attacks on the corpse. <laughs> no <I'm> kidding. <laughs> just to make sure. <laughs> your mother right. was eaten by a hamster, and your father was an elderberry. <laughs> okay, we are officially out of 
combat. Well, you're for telling Brick to stay away from the fucking doors that might be corrupted with yum, 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 mushrooms. I'm sorry. Well, we need to go here anyways. You're so much more understanding with me. Goddamn, let's get to looking. <laughs> All right, so uh, there Brick are. Brick doesn't look happy. I don't care. <laughs> there are plant bits and ichor here and there. Just Small. on the ground where books fell on the floor. <laughs> uh, yes. So um, you are all in the library. I would like all of you to make a perception check. Um. Ooh. Does Brick still have Comprehend Language up? I do. How long does okay. it last? An hour? An hour. Okay. Well, thank you for answering his question that uh, he was asking to the DM. Uh, yes, it has not been an hour yet, so he does still have the spell active. Uh, would we have better luck since we're like knowing what we're looking for in this library, or we can read a little bit better? Uh, well, real quick, I need all of you to make a perception check for me. 27. 27? Ooh, I guess I need to roll for Venera, don't I? Yes, yes you do. 21. 21. I got a 21 as well. Venera got an 11. <laughs> 19. 19, oh shit. Good perception checks. Uh, also 19. Okay, so all of you but Venera. Uh, Venera currently is preoccupied by mortar on her head. She's doing her little... You know, that little face she does. Um, so, uh, you all take a moment. And though there was the sound of some spells being cast, uh, weirdly enough, because of the shape of the room and all of the leather-bound tomes, most of the combat seemed fairly muffled, as if the sound maybe didn't really echo that much. Uh, and again, there were no cries of pain. Uh, there was the trills and cries of the two velociraptors who are now playing in the corpses of their victims um but again everything seems quiet so uh you were all in the library there's plant goo all over the place but the library is yours oh don't know where this book is, but it wasn't in the wasn't the in the the erotic books I have. <laughs> in case you were wondering, is that what just behind was wondering? <laughs> is that is that the door behind a librarian? Oh yes, Probably sorry. There enough. there there is a door behind um, the the librarian's desk. <clears throat> That might just be Josephina's office. Um, Brick is going to carefully and mm -hmm. quietly mm -hmm. start looking through various mm -hmm. books, slowly taking them off the shelf, flipping through, uh, since I have Comprehend Languages up, looking for any mention of a mushroom creature. And also, while it's not the main focus, I will be... Uh, also, just keeping an eye out for anything that uh, has to do with teleportation circles and uh, beings that can project themselves across great distances as a giant red uh, face. 
Uh, yeah, I noticed that you guys dipped out for some reason there. Sent you both an invite. Uh, okay, so the first item you were looking for um, info on the mushrooms. The other one was teleportation and the the what creature? The the any creature that can project themselves over long distances and anything that has to do with a giant red projection face like we saw uh, after we blew up the teleportation circle. Okay. Um, make a investigation check for the mushroom first. We'll do these one at a okay. time. Okay. I was going to cast Thaumaturgy and make really loud sounds of pages flipping coming from Brick's book. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I flip a page, it's like. Whoosh. Do Do I notice this? Uh, him casting the spell or brick making noise? Uh, him casting the spell. Uh, make a perception check. And Zon, if you were being stealthy about it, I need you to make a sleight of hand check. Um. <laughs> Plus three, 13. I got, I rolled a, a 15 to, to percept. Okay. Uh, so Brick, you're standing there and you go to turn a page and it's kind of like Indiana Jones when the guy's stamping the book and he's beating the floor. You go to turn a page, it's like, <sighs> like, fuck. And everyone just sort of <laughs> slowly turns and looks at you. That wasn't me. <laughs> Except for Kip Hack. Kip Hack kind of turns to look at the bunny. <laughs> I like slowly pick up Mom's another page. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> like slowly pick up another page and kind of move it back and forth. I uh, <laughs> the page kind of begins to rip a bit as you're moving it back and forth because of its age, but it seems like a normal volume. I, uh,. I try and discreetly cast Prestidigitation as a, a fart coming from Zahn. So, as you were looking at Zahn, everyone in the library hears a... Zahn's could stand there with his hands on his, on his <laughs> sides, proud. <laughs> dude, really? What, Pez? Really, dude? And then I yes. pull the mask over. My victory <laughs> farts are very entertaining. You hear Venera near the front, or the uh, the officer going, gross. Uh, Kasumi, mm -hmm. what are you doing while all this shenaniganry is going on? You're, you're muted. Muted. Oh, sorry. I thought I had just unmuted myself. Um, she's taking a couple seconds to kind of walk along the side of the bookshelf and see if anything catches her eye. Okay. Is there anything in particular that you're looking for? Um, anything shiny that seems, like, out of the normal, not like an average book, just something that just stands out. Hmm. Okay. Um, doesn't give me a lot to go off of, but make an investigation I mean, check. <laughs> yeah. Also I mean, DM. she's honestly just kind of wandering around, so. Got it. See, we probably can't read what did you? What did you get, Brick, for your first investigation? Seven. Seven? Yeah. You... Take a bit of time. Uh, it, it does seem like a fair few of these books seem to be in a very similar language. You find some that are in another type, but you're still able to understand what is written. Uh, one book you pick up and you open, and even though you're being careful, you open it and you suddenly realize that you're holding two halves. 
and a few of the pages are falling onto the floor. It's not making a lot of noise, but it seems that these books have been in here for a long, long time. Uh, so you I don't take read. a bit of time. You don't see anything that has to do with uh, mushroom creatures. You do see something that seems to be about botany and kind of gardening, um, but nothing that seems to be about any fungal type of creatures. Uh, Kasumi, what did you roll? 15. A 15? Mm-hmm. Uh, you find a book. Uh, it has sort of the uh, shiny lettering on it. Um, mm-hmm. You pull it off. What languages do you speak? Um, or understand, I should for say. dramatic effect. Um, Holding an anticipation. Well, yes? Well, that's going on. Could I get an invite again? Oh. Yeah. Invite timed out. Um, Celestial, Sylvan, and Thieves' Camp. Uh, okay. Uh, so the book that you find is uh, in Sylvan. And it seems to be a sort of basic knowledge tome about, and I'm, I was just thinking of the name and I completely blanked on it, so please bear with me as I pull up my uh, notes. Come on, Google Drive, you can do what I believe in your boy. Uh, da, 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 da. It seems to be a, uh, a tome talking about the Alari Dorai. And you know them to be that to be the elven capital. It seems to be a uh, discussion between the myths and truths of the place of the elven city shrouded in a forest of mists. Hmm. She's gonna grab the book and walk it back to Veneer and hand it to her. Ooh, what's this? I found it. Um. I figured you might be able to read it, but it seems interesting. It's about elves and their myths and legends and things. Uh, she takes the book for you from you, and she thumbs through it, and she goes, mm, I know Elvish, but I don't know this. This looks like a different language than what I know. Oh. I can read it, but uh, it was shiny. It caught my attention. Well, hang on to it. Maybe we can sell it. Okay. She, she, she put it in the bag. <laughs> she just like slowly puts it in her kimono. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, so, Brick, you were looking for another subject. Um, we're gonna go straight to anything that has to do with beings that can project themselves over long distances, or anything that sounds similar to what we saw above the teleportation circle. Okay. Uh, make another investigation check. Uh, and while Brick seems to be dejectedly looking around the library, he makes a full round, seems to not quite find what he's looking for, and he begins to start it again. This has been a good couple minutes. Uh, you, you all, as he is making his second round, will consider this a short rest if anybody needs, uh, hit dice. I don't think I actually hit anybody, did I? I got hit right at the beginning. Uh, like I hit no, but, 12 but damage. You... Yeah, he did. I thought you blocked it. Uh, I blocked the first one, then I ran past, and it took an, an attack of opportunity. Ah, uh, right, right, right. Okay. 
Man, I'm good at this game. <laughs> That's a new record. Woo! I hit the NPC for 12 damage. <laughs> uh, so uh, this this will be considered a short rest as Brick is uh, perusing all the tomes and everyone's kind of being quiet and looking. Mm -hmm. If you want to take the time to roll any hit dice to get your uh, 12 damage back. Uh, so, Brick, what did you roll for your investigation on this? 14. A 14. Uh, you do find a tome or two that seems to detail uh, creatures in the region, uh, and they don't seem to all be of the dinosaur nature. They seem to be uh, creatures from other planes. As you are flipping through a little bit excitedly, uh, this book does seem to be in a pretty decent condition, but you don't see anything out of the ordinary. It's fire elementals, abyssal creatures, uh, and other things of that nature. Nothing that's overly, overly intelligent. It's uh, more about the creatures that sort of accidentally slip through the planes into the uh, current material and tend to cause havoc in border areas. Right, and uh, because I just take terrible, terrible notes. Uh, is it alright if I make a history check to try and remember vaguely what the face looked like? Uh, sure. This is gonna be a pretty high DC, though. Yeah, that's fine. I don't expect it. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's a that one. <laughs> you remember smoke? There was kind of a nose, maybe a mouth? Pretty sure there were some eyes of some kind. Man, but that was a long so. time ago. You've had some okay. traumatic dreams. A traumatic dream. Man, if a only somebody in the group stared it down before it tried to suck his life out. <laughs> Did you take a note on what it looked like? Nope. Sure shit didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh, after my second perusal, I'll just look at the group and say, I'm coming up with a lot of nothing. I'm gonna look for any historical records, and Kip opens the uh, what he b believes as an office anyway, and tries to look for uh, a cabinet that might have more important documents. Okay, uh, you go into the back room, and there is a uh, desk with a chair, and on the wall to your left is a another set of shelves. Uh, and you do see that these don't seem to be so much books, but um, records. As you go and you pull one of the books off the shelf, you're kind of excited. It looks very official. Um, but then your heart... Actually, do elephants have more than one heart? I don't know. Uh, My several hearts sink. Your hearts begin to sink as you look and see that <clears throat> these are more manifests of books that were checked out, books that were donated, uh, books that were maybe purchased for a great sum for, uh, you know, during a, a donation kind of period. Um, none of them seem to be overly helpful as far as history goes. It seems to be very much a uh, secretarial kind of office. Ah, uh, Josephine, I'm so sorry for the ruckus. Do you know where the historical records are? Uh, <laughs> roll it. <laughs> roll a history check with advantage because you're kind of tricking your own mind into giving you the right answer. 
just like, my brain is oh. just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Natural 20! <laughs> He's so smart. <laughs> okay, so you walk up to Josephine and you ask her the question... And in your mind, you're having a brilliant conversation back and forth. She's being super helpful, and you remember it's over there. So, of course, Josephine tells you, ah, yes, over there in section 22. And you walk over, and you find the section of history books. Is there a particular type of tome you were looking for, a specific subject or uh, matter? Um... I was going to see if there were any historical records in the city of any disasters, of any preventative measures the city might have built, any, like, basically okay. defense records, I guess, like city defense records. Okay, uh, so with, with that, uh, she even tells you the shelf and the section that it's in on that shelf. Uh, you go and you find a book, and it seems to be more of a general history of the city. Uh, how it was founded, the reason that it was founded for... Um, you don't get, like, blueprints or anything, but the, the book essentially explains uh, the, the magical defenses, um, the, the walls that were built, the military might. Um, it does speak of a rebellion from the miners of the city <clears throat> uh the reason for its name uh the the silver city being that it was a uh built around a silver mine but it seems to stop at a certain point when, when the book was written that's where history had caught up uh, and there doesn't seem to be any mention of a creature or a downfall of the city because generally speaking when there's a natural disaster there's not usually someone going oh boy i better write all this down right now it's survive the disaster then write about it so yeah as far as this particular book goes it seems to be the founding of the city <clears throat> and major historical events as it went on but at a point it does stop and in your um, brain it's very difficult to remember how long ago the stopping of the book was compared to now yeah. Can I look for another one that's more like uh, detailing on the, the magical defenses of the city, maybe? Um, mm, make it a make an investigation check. And while he's perusing this and maybe relaying some of it accidentally through his mind link with you guys, is there anything that you guys would like to do as everyone's kind of perusing the books? I've got a question for Mentok, the mindbender, when he's done. Okay, so we shall circle back to Kipak. Mentok, um, the mindbender, got another natural point. I was actually, Brick's actually going to walk up to Zahn. There might not be a record of where this thing is or how it was originally kept. The only other thought I could think of is we just searched the largest buildings, the amphitheater we passed, and maybe the one next door. If it's a monster, it's probably going to take up some space. It probably has the bigger mushrooms nearby it, too. That, too. Well, we are getting closer to that. Definitely correct, Zephyr. Also, screw you for the page thing. 
I do not know what you are talking about. You need to be quiet when you are turning the page. <laughs> As these two are kind of nitpicking behind you, Kipak, uh, you said a natural 20 on your investigation? Yeah. Uh, okay, so it, it takes you a little bit of uh, looking through the things, and you're like, uh, trade routes, no. And you're thinking about throwing it, you're like, that makes noise, put it back. Um, <laughs> and you find one that's more more detailed to the, uh, the the military presence and some of the campaigns that they had defending the city. Uh, most of the magical defenses seem to be more centered around the military personnel, uh, mages and uh, wards put in, their, uh, in the doors and archways, which uh, you would know have been destroyed. And as soon as a rune of that sort has any sort of damage done to it say like a teleportation circle if there's a, a gouge given to it it's no longer functioning so considering that this uh town was mostly underground and there have been a lot of cave-ins it's pretty safe to assume that most of the natural magical defenses that were etched into the stonework have probably been fucked hmm and you've been here long enough to know that you haven't tripped any of them by accident. Because <laughs> you're still here. Well, I've tried nothing and I'm all out of... Uh, I've tried nothing and I'm all out of options. Well, so the first look. So, Kip, hmm. I have a question for you. Yes, sir. Did the gods exist when you were around? Fucking loaded question, my guy. <laughs> uh, do the gods exist now? What was the gods when... What was the gods' names when you were around? A long time ago. Like, I have a really. bit of a... different relation with deities. Uh -huh. I have, like, a... a... a a great mind in the sky. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, I've since escaped from that or been disbanded. I don't quite really remember. Mm -hmm. I used to be part of a giant hive mind collective of other of my race of illithids. Uh, I am no longer. I forget how that came to be. But so be it. Well, if you don't know, can you... Ask your librarian friend if there might be books on what gods existed at that time? Can I just look for like a... <laughs> um, what's it fucking called? I guess just kind of like a... Oh, there's a word for it. Anyway, I'm just trying to look for like a religion section of like different I guess creeds and okay beliefs. Uh, sure uh, make an investigation check as you start perusing the shelves again is there no like fine. label on shelves or anything like for like a religion section uh well this isn't a Barnes and Noble so no yeah, 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 fair enough <laughs> I'm just picturing him finding like a little picture book that's like baby's first gods <laughs> <laughs> it's a pop-up book. If it's a pop-up book, brick and throwing it at your stupid face. <laughs> it's a fucking ten. A ten. Uh, you sort of look at him as he starts speaking slower and slower to you. 
and it feels a little condescending and you're kind of not really wanting to help you're just kind of like <laughs> i didn't believe in gods i had my god and it kicked me out i don't care what the other races believed in i never looked long or short of it no <laughs> okay he gave a thumbs up for the podcast listeners yeah <laughs> i thought metal might relay it in a mind taker way but <laughs> no uh, that's, that's what i say so venera is sitting in the corner petting mortar as you all are looking around so what are we doing what's next found the library and it had fuck all well I actually don't know like if she I would said, say fuck all, but. <laughs> well, like I said to Zahn, we're looking for a big monster, so follow the big mushrooms, search the big buildings. And Yee. that would be wise. Follow the big mushrooms. As they get bigger and bigger, if we reach a crossroad, look for bigger. Not a bad idea. Or if you know the streets well enough, we see bigger and find a way to get to where the bigger is by not walking through the bigger mushrooms, but yeah. How many times can you say bigger in the same sentence? I swear by all this is holy, shut up! Bigger, 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 bigger. He wins. You asked. <laughs> Damn right I do. I, I put my... I'm going to start walking my... towards the door. <laughs> I oh yeah I guess I just have my beholder follow. Uh, how long does that last? Uh, up to an hour. Let me see. Yeah, up to an hour. Okay. Uh, well, you were in there long enough to have a short rest, so the hour would have been up partway through your various amounts of research and looking for tomes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Barf ball. Is that what I you know. named him? <laughs> That's not me. <laughs> I no longer have comprehend language. Yeah, the the book that you're currently looking through, uh, it begins to look very much like Venera's book, except it doesn't keep changing. It just sort of, like line by line, seems to disappear into a language that you no longer understand. Well, dead end. Moving on. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Let us do it. Okay. Um, a little bit of fourth wall breaking. We have been going for almost three and a half hours. Do we want to call it, or did you want to continue for a little bit more? I want to keep going, personally. I'm just checking on our East Coasters. Um, I don't got anything to do tomorrow. I'm getting a bit sleepy, to be honest. Yes. <laughs> okay. I had to work yeah. this morning. Well, I mean, this do is. Do not mind calling it at the library. This is still a fairly decent stopping point. You've had a, a couple fights, and. Um, or a fight, I should say. And you did a bit of research. So, uh, that's where we're going to end for tonight as you all begin to uh, gather yourselves. I also kind of don't want to go too terribly far without Venera being here. Mm -hmm. um, as much as I do want to keep going, because I love being a spooky bitch. But. Uh, <laughs> We are going to end it here. We should be back in the next two weeks. Um, hopefully, uh, schedules for meeting. We will actually have Kipak back as well. 
Uh, if not, yeah. I shall do a damn good job of being our Illithid companion. Uh, but anyway, please join the Discord links down below. That's where you can uh, pop in, chat with us, make fun of us. And again, we are going to be spending uh, most of our time in there, uh, playing other games, talking about D&D and whatever else that we decide to do. So please come in, say hello. Anybody got anything else? Enjoy your evening in a joyful place. Uh, and best wishes to Kayla and her family. And if you are the praying mm -hmm. sort, uh, please give her your thoughts. And yeah, we will see you guys in two weeks. Goodbye. Good night. Good night. I'll beat you soon. Thank you for listening to the Fools and Flagons podcast. If you enjoy our adventures, you can catch us live on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Fools and Flagons. That's Fools, the letter N, Flagons, all one word. If you want to hang out with the fools and other nerds, come join our Discord. The links can be found in the description.